0: day to you, one and all, and welcome back to the one thing they can't put in a chemtrail these days. Talk until the joy is gone. I am a man of simple pleasures, the snap of a Gunpla model kit, the whine of a cooling plasma rifle, the lamentations of the people we call out on our episodes with no regard for their hurt feelings, and for the sake of easy communication, you can call me Rooney. I am joined, as ever, by a far more complex man. A man whose passions are less of a Venn diagram and more of a close inspection of the flayed hide of Mr. Blobby. A man whose very existence is outlawed by the Locarno Treaties of 1925. Reggie, the contradiction. (laughs) And because we know you're all starved of an empathetic voice on this podcast, we're joined by our very own man of mystery, whose depths are guessed at by many and known by none. Ash. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, 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 that's
1: you, yes. Yeah. Well, that's me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mysterious, I don't
0: even know.
2: Well, I know. Is that, <laughs> I Is that your new rapper name? What? Reggie the... Uh, what did I say? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, You're Rabbit Hole Reggie. Yeah. Rabbit, rabbit Hole Reggie, yeah. As we uh, as we established yesterday. Oh, Reggie the con- yeah. Rabbit Hole Reggie, The Contradiction. The contradiction. Maybe I'll call <laughs> the first album the, the debut mixtape, The Contradiction because nice. that would be brilliant <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and all my songs would just be bipolar <laughs> they would be like just really happy beats and then me just talking the most awful, depressing crud on top it would be brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it? It'd be like being your friend for the last twenty years. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just, uh, just with a beat in the background. Just a beat
2: in the background. Yeah, fucking yeah. like Fruity Loops running in the background on auto. It used to be pastel hoodies and depression. Now it's Happy Go Lucky beats and depression. And depression. <laughs> he's got a
0: rainbow t-shirt
2: and depression. <laughs> <sighs>
3: so,
0: so, it's cold in here, Yeah, It's
1: <laughs> a little cold and really I, a little tired. Can mm-hmm. I address the elephant in the room? Yeah.
0: Ah, Paul, wait, fuck you, it's January. <laughs> I had a heavy Christmas, cunt. I mean... <laughs>
1: I was going to say something about a man girdle, but I just... I I mean like, <laughs> I've got the Shatner special on. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, so did you not get any new girdles
0: for Christmas?
2: <laughs> Spilling out over the top. Oh, mate. Yeah. Oh, the whole, all I can see is muffin top. <laughs> <laughs> muffin top. Muffin top. <laughs> now the elephant in the room: Uh the fact that Ash went back to work this week and had a shit week. You, you were just a star for the day yesterday. Yeah, and are exhausted, and we've had a shit week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm masked for forty hours uh went out on school nights recorded two podcasts yesterday mad i need nothing more than just to isolate today but here i am but we're here here. we're all here we're all we've got some stuff excited to be here to certain degrees (laughs) we we have stuff (laughs) and
0: things and opinions and um, we are, if not anxious, then at least willing
1: to share them. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm quite excited for the, like, the music especially. Yes. Yeah. I'm quite excited to get that. It's very difficult, as as was the last one. Yeah. I think I think this one had another extra layer of yes. difficulty. I don't
2: I don't get that. The last one was like was funeral song, so it was there was like a. There's a context,
1: but the the problem I found. And we'll get into this
2: more, but like, yeah. <laughs> basically,
1: a lot of the and you might have found this as well, like a lot of the hip hop tracks and stuff like that, yeah. they all start with an intro. Yeah. But it's not like it'll either be, but sp- like a, not a spoken word. Yeah. But it'll be like an intro, like a proper introduction. It's is a public service announcement, yep, exactly, brought to
2: you, in part by Slim Shady. Exactly. We don't right. care about your shit, <laughs> which is fine. But I was being
1: like really sure. I was like, well, actually, like as much as that intro runs into the next bit, it's yep. still
0: that's the opening mean? track, open track of, of the track, and I can't album. have yeah. it
1: and I looked at I must have gone for about 15, 20 albums like that
0: yeah. and I was like I can't have it There's a good, good couple that,
2: that I had to veto because it's like yeah, they're the first song on the album but the first track no, is, is, is an not intro that, yeah. it's not I'm checking now because I'm pretty sure I did specify I specified you didn't specify shit something something when I gave you the questions when it comes to opening songs on albums if the first two tracks function as one song you can count it as one song. So if it's an in, the intro to the song and it's just split in two, it's fine.
3: Hmm. But well, actually, i do actually not
2: read the WhatsApp message. No, I, I,
1: still had the same pro- I still have the same problem, though. A lot of those intro tracks, they are an introduction for the artist, not yeah. for the next song. Yeah, not for That's the next true. song. They're not like an extended intro yeah, to yeah. the have got, I've got one that is yeah. and it rolls straight into it and it's beautiful, but like trying to find... And then the other thing I found as well is like the... There'll be like an album, and you'll be like, Oh, well, there's like four tracks on the album that are absolutely banging. There's one that I absolutely love. The intro track, <laughs> I found hardly ever.
3: Yeah. Hardly
0: ever my favourite choice on that album. Okay. It's like, look at, look at the album, and it's like, mate, some of these tracks I could just listen to forever. The opening one, it's okay. Yeah. But that's it's like, it. I'm not, that's that, exactly that's not it. it's not good enough yeah. to make the list. I, I was saying on the way up here, I had like 21. Tracks on my shortlist at one point Jesus, that I had to whittle down.
1: Yeah,
0: i so managed to. Yeah, i I had to be quite harsh because I was like, no, no, can't have that because was, that's not the first track. That's the first song. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it was
2: tough. It was very tough. But before we get into that, before we get, yeah, to before that, we get into that, <laughs> how um, would anybody like to explain how their week was bad, or are we just going to move straight into something uh, else? I mean. I was doing alright until Thursday
1: and then Thursday I did like 18 hours Oh fair and enough. that was bad <laughs> and then Friday I was broken
3: <laughs> Yeah, there so, so we go there we go uh,
1: yeah I mean the, the run up to that wasn't amazing but um, oh, I was alright I mean yeah, we got loads of work done so it's fine um, <laughs> but yeah it was just a long ass
0: day I was alright until uh, Monday afternoon I had to go to a funeral <laughs> oh. and then it was all kind of like oh I can't really be bothered now and then work was really busy because half the fucking department were either on holiday or sick so yeah. Uh, I had to do stuff and
2: things, and I don't like doing stuff and things, as we have established previously. Yeah. So, Do you want to elucidate the touch of your listeners on what stuff and things you had to do yesterday? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, fuck me. Yesterday, we... Yesterday afternoon... Well, yesterday morning,
0: I had to... Build the Machine, which is recording this episode right now. And yeah. it hasn't exploded yet. It hasn't right. exploded. I've had, Sometimes I think he might be okay at his job, you know. There's there's oh. hardware, there's mm. software, there's all sorts I, mean, I had to do. <laughs> there's still time, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I also spent over an hour looking for a fucking Windows license key, which I knew I owned and couldn't find, in order oh, to activate yes, my Windows. It's
1: still, still a thing. God yeah. Damn. Um, like face ID these days anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not with not <for> the versions <laughs> I'm using, I don't know. <laughs> you, like, um, Windows 95? No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Windows
0: 10. But it's a version of Windows 10 from 2019. Um, which I thought was still on the volume licensing, but it's not anymore, apparently. Which is why I ne- hence why I needed the license key. Uh, but then, yeah, yesterday, um, after building this, yesterday afternoon, we recorded an episode of Synchronicities. We did. We did. And then, like, four and a half hours later, we <laughs> went out. I got interviewed by another podcast.
2: Uh, BTS Creative Academy.
0: There we go. There'll be a link in uh, this post somewhere and post I will share the
2: shit out of it when his video podcast gets put on yeah it's uh, gonna be a video he's... one
0: it's gonna be an audio one did um, you dress as a vampire That's no I was understand. dressed as a ghostbuster oh
1: man yeah I mean I think you missed a trick <laughs> <laughs> I just and I mean he, and you mentioned it in the group. <laughs> I was just like he's having an interview I really hope he's interview. Like, I gave him
0: one job <laughs> 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 I gave you didn't the one job you gave me was huh we're a Touch t-shirt yeah and I don't own a Touching T-shirt. Oh. <laughs> well, I do. I own the, the, the special edition ones you got made for the Christmas special the other year. New. Unfortunately, I've worn it so much that the writing has faded to yeah, invisibility. I own the Good Girls Don't Listen to Touching one, which has turned into a crop top. Oh, yeah. Because it's shrunk in the wash and Amy wears it now because well, it's shrunk down so much. What well, about you, the Pride one? You had the Pride one? No. no. Could you no? not have, like, put a load of the Touching dildos in your holster? <laughs> <laughs> like...
2: No? Uh, sometimes, a, I sometimes <laughs> think copper couple you know, of bot plugs on your
0: epilogue they're in the <laughs> they're in the dishwasher waiting to be cleaned oh, <laughs> well, the, that the special dishwasher oh, right, okay. <laughs> the one in the dungeon
1: <laughs> it's got a sign on it like <laughs> this is for dungeon use only
0: not for crockery <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and then we then we chased ghosts around uh, a, a Victorian building for we did. a couple of hours. We did indeed. So it was, it's been
1: Sorry a busy... Um, busy old day. I then Days did go weeks.
0: home and have a, a chicken kebab because oh. Amy Amy slept through dinner last night <laughs> so. in preparation for recording <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Basically after you <laughs> left, she was like, I'm going to have a nap because yeah. you know, I'm to do stuff later. So she slept through dinner. So she was hungry and I was like, well, fuck it, if you're getting food. Yeah. And like literally, only pa- apparently right in Harlow now, the only places open to get food after like 10 o'clock are kebab shops yeah and only kebab shops that deliver because we went to two to try and drive up and actually like buy stuff and what ones did you go to um the the shonky one at bush fair can't remember what it's called now but basically they've, on all of their stuff it says they've got a five star rating Oh, yeah. if you look them up online they've actually only got a one star food rating and everyone dies when they eat food there
2: the one in the service place <coughs> yeah well, that's the mm. one I eat from constantly wow you are something still else still standing yeah constantly <laughs> <I'm going. laughs> well, well, exactly where delivery. I ordered my kebab from last night when I got home yeah. <laughs>
1: nice yeah. It's only the delivery why don't you just wait outside and be like what's the delivery address like, outside your shop your house <laughs> just literally outside, <laughs> literally outside literally, yeah, just deliver yeah, it to yeah, me your house they will not serve
2: you I've been in there before they serve you they were closed oh they were closed yeah uh, Doors were locked, there was no one in there and we were like, huh? Ah? This must be a different one because I ordered food last night at, at 11 o'clock and it turned up. But
0: maybe they just have like the, the front bit closed because yeah, they don't want weirdos. Yeah. Cause, I mean, let's face it, a bush fair at like, yeah. what was it, half past 10 last yeah. night, <laughs> the only people going time. there <laughs> is weirdos. And the one up Common Side Road, I can't remember what it's called. Up oh, luck like about. Yeah, they closed at 10 o'clock and we yeah. got there at 28 minutes past.
2: 10 o'clock? Oh. 10 o'clock. What about a Tire? Is there not one? I suppose. It, time
0: anymore? Uh, we tried that last time and they shut at 10 o'clock. I
1: suppose it does eliminate a lot of bullshit if you can't yes. attend, though, doesn't it? Like you don't have to if you with, only like, do
0: delivery yeah. to fucking like household addresses. Yeah, but mm, you would think if you're so shit.
2: near a pub or near somewhere that kicks out at 11. People are drunk, people are hungry. Yeah, but yeah, neither but of these are, are they? The one at Bush Fair is it's by, the, by the kitten.
0: Yeah, but they don't want people from. Uh, yeah. I've seen the people yeah. in the kitten, yeah. okay? I sometimes walk my dog past there. And it's like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yikes! It's like a David Cronenberg movie. Yeah, to be fair, that's that's quite true. <laughs>
3: um,
2: there are there are other places. If you were to go on like Uber Eats, you'd find places.
1: Oh yeah, you've yeah, no, so no, we, places that deliver. At you you you've got, got, got one delivered. Uber Eats in Harlow, because like where we live in the mm. middle of nowhere, there's literally <laughs>
3: nothing. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah you I mean, like, from nowhere U- You U- don't get U- nothing. It's not like there isn't anything there, but like we can't even get like. There's two towns over. There's like a pizza, and they won't even deliver to us. It's like it's two towns over. It's like fucking ten-minute drive. Like, yeah. like, like, where is this magical boundary?
0: It's like the end of Sibbald and they're like, nah, 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 too far. We're out. I did hear the other day that apparently Sawbridgeworth, hutville itself, has got a Domino's now. Oh, say what? I know. I was like, what the fuck, man? I mean, we've only got about three, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that's because we're a proper town, and they're. You know, they're not even Yoda's fucking mud hut village.
2: Since we're talking about food, though, it yeah. seems like a perfect time to segue oh, yeah. into our first top five. Oh, yeah. smooth, yes. We've got top five most hated foods.
0: Yes.
3: Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I did
0: have to ask for, for for clarification on this as to whether it was top five hated meals or individual items of food. I Either. have one meal, and then like items. Either. Yeah. I wasn't gonna mm.
2: make it in impossible for you yes. either yeah. I mean either
0: would have worked it's just I mean I've got like
2: collateral damage I've got a specific one I've got something that you can have many different ways I've got an entire section of, <laughs> <laughs> of food in mind so yeah, yeah I have I'm, some that are going to offend people and I don't care I've got two that are kind of the same but I really need to specify how much <laughs> I really hate one part <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah I've got like I've got
1: four because one of them is such a broad like i say it's a broad spectrum but it's like a group of things yeah that is so yeah like i, I that's two like yeah. i was like you know
0: trying to oh no i do. i've it. got one like that it's a very broad it's 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 less like dear sir or madam it's like dear grid coordinates yeah and i'm just like yeah no, this whole blanket of
2: food this whole section of food bullshit <laughs> if we um put our next list at 10 right in difficulty of trying to figure it out and like zero is just piece of piss where does this one fall for you two on That was probably about five i think yeah really i, I found this I, one quite easy to be no, fair i thought this, I'm, I'm
1: putting in there like a one or a two
0: because yeah. i like i went
1: basic bitch on some of these and like because that's just me and i was like right well i hate that so i'm putting it on the list
0: i got a few and points because i didn't want to just like sit here and list the contents of a greengrocer's which I could comfortably have done. So yeah. I, I tried to branch out a little bit, and I had to I've, think. Got, I've got a couple
2: of things, but I'm just like, you know, <laughs> has anyone gotten any any honourable mentions? First and foremost, I have
0: one. Uh, anything uh, my <laughs> anything my paternal grandmother
2: ever cooked? Oh, okay. Because <laughs> all of her food was <laughs> bullshit. Uh, well, anyone that listens to Tight knows that I'm a cheese fiend.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I fucking love goat's cheese. It's gruesome. <laughs> it's tangy. And it just doesn't deserve the name cheese whatsoever. Goat's cheese. That is my honourable mention. Goat cheese. Oh, it's I mean, fucking rank. I was about to say,
0: is it any good? But then my brain caught up with what yeah. you just said. I <laughs> see. I quite like goat's
1: cheese, but oh, I also mm. feel like it's probably what if you were to walk up to a goat and lick it, it's probably what it would taste like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tangy.
1: Which is weird, right? Because you were not just going to go and walk up and lick a goat. You would not lick a goat. But I would have goat's cheese. I mean, I goat know
0: meat doesn't taste like oh you would expect a goat to taste. Goat meat's lovely. Mm. I've had plenty of good
2: goat curries in my time. Even I've,
0: I've had cheap ones in burger, yeah. and it, it tastes yeah. doesn't taste Fair
2: like enough. goat. Um, goat, like I know, technically feta is a goat cheese, but I don't mm. mind that. It's hard. It's salty. Doesn't have a tang to it. But I'm talking you about know, like, no, no one going to go pick up on that wheel of goats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no
3: one
0: gonna. No, yeah. Only me. I'm I'll it's only me, there. I guess. Yeah, no, I see how this <laughs> goes, boys. Don't you worry.
2: But Still but out in the dugout, man. Like I wasn't the the not quite there, <laughs> ready to bat it yet. The soft <laughs> wheel of goat's cheese is just one of the most offensive things you could ever Z- introduce Z- to your taste buds. I don't
1: mind, but I'm going to let let you know now. Blue cheese is on my list.
2: Blue cheese
0: very nearly made it
2: on mine because I've I gone of off. Fan that stuff. I have to admit I had no blue cheese this Christmas. I've kind of gone off it as I've got older. I just But as a kid I would eat still on all day long. The thing is I though, don't that eat that sandwiches. Blue,
1: but that tang of <laughs> that blue stew <laughs> is the way that you feel about the goat's Ugh. cheese. So it's really yeah. weird that like Said, As a parallel like yeah. it's quite <laughs> different tans, similar yeah but, different yeah. tang one's a, goaty, yeah. one's a bit more goaty one's a bit more mould you know <laughs> that,
0: I mean? that's the thing with,
1: with like any blue cheese yeah. it's yeah. literally just mould it's just a bit too far yeah do you know I what I mean it's gone a bit too like i don't get me wrong like i'll have like like you know a really overripe like somerset brie or something like that which is yeah. like being slapped in the face by kind of brie <laughs> flavour and that thing is running away off the plate And I'll still enjoy that. It tastes a bit like brie that's gone almost
2: too far, and a bit like (laughs) old sock. Yeah, but I'll still give it a go. I mean, even Uh, the old old sock smell of like a cooked camembert. Doesn't put me off. I still can, get in there. Once I you're in there, there and oh, yeah. you're watching it drip off of whatever vessel you've put in. There. I, I oh. still remember,
1: like, stuff. Stay, 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 but We used to get, you know, the you get the normal ones like yeah. that. We used to get the slightly bigger one, <laughs> and, like a loaf of bread, and then cook that for dinner, and like that would be dinner. Yeah. So like, what are we having tonight? <laughs> Baker yeah. Let's just have bay, cheese yes. for dinner. <laughs>
3: oh.
2: <laughs> and then that's why you put a ring on it, right? Because. Baked Camembert for dinner, dinner yeah. Baked Camembert for dinner <laughs> Relationship goals That's, That's relationship the move That's right the uh, move right you there. Should, <laughs> like, If you get like The really big ones you can <laughs> What the
3: <laughs> right like, fuck like, really <laughs> <What the laughs> is this <laughs> like, <laughs> <'Cause he's> like, <laughs> You can't, never, can't see this It's a car so tyre He's
1: got his hands over About half a metre right now <laughs> I know <laughs> Get a really big one You can ride it down The lazy river
2: <laughs> Pizza size one You can get the big Pizza size wheel <laughs> Yeah You cut the top off Aren't they intended for like groups of people yeah, rather than yeah, just yeah, you
0: This is what I'm fat talking fuck.
2: about. I'm not talking about for one. <laughs> about. <laughs> it's you just burying your face in it, trying to drown yourself in the camembert. You can cut the waxy bit off the top, and then you can top it with whatever you want. I mean, personally, I'm all about the mushroom, but I know you two aren't. But I'd be getting in bacon, there with like uh, red stuff. Great that on it. Yeah, whatever I'm you here want. For that bacon, yeah, Wrap yeah. it in, in foil, bake it, and then it all kind of just melts and sinks in, and then you're ah. Oh. And then put some croutons on there. And
1: yeah. then put some more different cheese on top. <laughs> and yeah. then you've got a
0: party going. <laughs> <Right. laughs> That'd be a party, ladies. Right,
2: I'm getting hungry. Let's get back yeah. to food. No, we food like. we don't like, <laughs> rather than yeah. lusting over melted right. cheese. My number five. Sweet corn. It's the only vegetable that I don't like. Whilst I'll eat the mini corn on the cobs that come mm. in like stir, stir fries or Thai green curries. Yeah. I can't eat any other sweet corn. It is just offensive. So, like, not um, even, like, corn yeah. cobs or... I used to... When I was younger, I could eat the corn on the cob. I can't even do that now. It's just See, horrible. I'm I'm completely in agreement with this. Yeah. I Stace loves it. Okay.
1: I'm not a fan. And I think the main reason I'm not a fan is... no, It doesn't really taste or anything. The texture's, like, not great either. Mm, but yeah. um, we used to give it to Ada when she was little. Okay. And basically, it comes out exactly the comes same. comes out whole. It oh, comes okay. out exactly the same. And I'm like, well, what's the point? Yeah. Like, it's not great... <clears throat> tasting nice. unless you put like loads of stuff on it yeah and then like i'll eat it in
2: stuff don't
1: get me wrong but like to just eat like a pile no. of corn i'm like nah, no i've seen that i come can't out. even have it in <laughs> stuff it, it offends
2: me yeah i think I like when i was a kid we used to i used to go fishing with my dad a lot and we would get tins of sweet corn with the <laughs> yeah. water and then you'd throw them in to try and like kind of lure the fish yeah. into yeah. where you're trying to fish and like just that memory, the smell, its all, it all mingles yeah. up in my head. And I'm like, no, nah, it's, horrible. Can't eat it. it's Amy, horrible. Amy will stuff. periodically, like, just that. Uh, if I the three, three of us, agree. Don't like sweet corn. Boom.
0: Wow. Amy will periodically just bust out, like, a tin of sweet corn. Mm. And, like, grate some cheese on it. And she'll just oh. eat a fucking tin of sweet it's corn just, with cheese. Yeah. Ruining
2: the cheese. And I'm just yeah. like... I can
0: I can eat. I used to cheese. eat it as, a, <laughs> as a kid. My mom realized that basically any almost any vegetable yeah, I was going to rail against, and yeah. I was like, no. But she realized if she put sweet corn in with the peas,
2: you can I get eat vegetables.
0: Yeah, I get yeah. two, and when I get to the sweet corn, they're small enough that you can just swallow them whole. Yeah. So I would literally just like, oh, sweet corn, Ooh. just swallow it. So there was no chewing or nothing, yeah. and then it really did come out whole. Yeah. Because it comes out the other end, it's not even been chewed. So. Uh, uh, that's a good chat. That's a good yeah, chat. I, don't I don't like, like it. What's your, num-
2: What's, your top- What's your number five?
0: This is the one that I said is, is just an entire subgroup of foods. Vegetables. Salad. Oh, okay. Seriously. I love like, a banging salad. A salad is basically a meal made out of the stuff that I take out of my burgers. It's like there's, there's, there's nothing redeeming about them. I would rather genuinely go hungry than eat a salad. Okay. They they and taste bad. I mean, they're just as long as ah. I can add
1: meat and cheese to it, I don't mind the salad. Just have the meat and cheese. Well, yeah, in Id- well. you've yes. got a burger.
0: <laughs> Why are you fucking about a salad?
2: Like, it's like it depends salad. what salad you have, though, right? I'm gonna make an argument for salad here. Okay. It depends what salad you have. If you have like a, a rocket leaf, it's, oh. pe- it's peppery. So you have that with no. with cheese and the, and the combination of the two is fucking brilliant. Why don't you
0: just save yourself save yourself some money, right? Go out get a block of cheese, go to your garden, grab a handful of grass, rub it all over the cheese, eat it.
2: I'm telling you. Same thing. Rocket in a bowl, cherry tomatoes or sun-dried tomatoes, (coughs) sun-dried tomatoes are probably better. (coughs) Feta, a couple of black
0: olives, (coughs) bit of pepper, olive oil. Actually, no, olives should be one of my honourable mentions because I fucking hate
2: them. Oh, yeah. Olive oil, freshly squeezed lemon, bit of salt. That is banging. absolute banging lunch right there. Do you want to know what's on my list? Number five. (laughs) Rocket motherfucker. Whoa! (laughs) Uh,
1: That is the perfect segue. There you go. Rocket so much. I hate it so much. So as you well know, (laughs) I don't like spice. No. Like at all. Any spice. Any spice. (laughs) Now, Rocket, so we get gustos, right? Mm. And they send as a side salad, yeah. just a bag of rocket, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And like, no matter how much dressing you put on it, right, it can be literally drowning in balsamic <laughs> vinegar, yeah. And I would, try, I'd rather just drink the vinegar. Yeah, I'd rather have the vinegar by itself Absolutely. on the side than the rocket because it's such bullshit trying to get through an
2: entire side plate of that. Just, I'm it's just like, like, like something no. you put in a rabbit's cage. Yeah, and they're just, just like, like, here you go, give it us that. Right, have you tried? No, I'm desperately trying to do <laughs> salad here because I fucking love well, salad. See, but if you tried like just grating parmesan on top of that, like just
3: waste balsamic sounding thing, a waste of good, good parmesan. No, no, because it's, it's salty. Is the, and... the
1: problem? Like, don't I? I'd, I'd have a wicked side salad of like, give me a nice basic iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah.
2: Or you know, fuck like a, a wedge.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. i will take a wedge. Any day that's fine. And i am even at the stage where I won't even take that like out my burger. Yeah, but. I used to have this rule, where it's like if it looks like they've just picked it off a tree, like or from a bush outside, yeah, then probably not for me. Yeah, you know? and I'm slightly better with it now. Like what I, about I, herbs will, though, I will accept some. Yeah, but that's all ground, isn't it? Like no, no, no. Like if you, we yeah, like, about fresh, fresh, herbs. fresh, fresh herbs, herbs, herbs over here. Oh, I know, bourgeoisie. Eh? Listen,
0: we grow them in the garden. It's, <laughs> I mean, so do we, but we don't fucking eat them. <laughs> we grow them so, so we can post it on Instagram. Look, look how good the times growing. <laughs> I don't fucking eat that shit. I'm not a rabbit.
2: Right, number four. Um, (laughs) I did not defend salad. Crap. Number four. Cheesecake. What? I'm not a massive fan of desserts, Hmm. but I really dislike cheesecake. But you love cheese. It's not a pleasant thing to eat by any stretch of the imagination. It is ruining cheese. (laughs) It is just an abomination on a plate now right? Cuz you
1: said, "Oh, but it's chit." No. It's not. If it was like, imagine <laughs> if you had like a wedge of cheddar, yeah. right? And then a wedge of cream cheese, then a wedge of cheddar, then a wedge of cream cheese, then a wedge of build like a cheesecake, yeah, And then it yeah. gets wrapped in like some sort of malleable cheese. Yeah. I don't know what that would be.
2: Um borsan. with a cheese ball on top, yeah, with some borsan Yeah, yeah. to sculpt it round. And well, then, like instead of like a like a uh biscuit base, you'd have like croutons.
1: Oh. Yeah, or cr-
2: just crack her and the cheese- the cracker it up. That's We really up. like cheese on this podcast. <laughs> That's the cheesecake. That's that I the want cheese. To eat. Yeah, but any other kind of cheesecake,
1: pff, it's just I get what you're ridiculous. saying. It's no, kind of
2: it straddles a weird line, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's, it's not
1: like I it's have, not the sweetest yeah. dessert, but it's yeah.
2: not it's not a savoury thing either. It kind of falls in between, and it's just it doesn't do either very well. No, I'm not I a fan it, of, I get it. Not a yeah. massive fan of desserts, but you give me like I don't know, a sticky toffee pudding or a banoffee pie. And I can I can enjoy it, right? It's, a, it's the problem but that a cheesecake is
0: not is not heavy and claggy enough for you. Basically,
1: <laughs> man, lots of spotted dick. <laughs> yeah,
2: <love> spot <laughs> if I can't use my dessert to weight down a tarp in the garden, <laughs> I'm not interested. Yeah, you're gonna. Like, if you're gonna have a dessert, you want something that's like just really sweet and really indulgent. I really swallow like four them, times right? to get one mouthful down. <laughs> what you got there? Mm, mm, yeah. mm, what you don't want is something that's like half savory, parading as a dessert. But really, it's just a fucking mistake on a plate. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I can understand. I have to be the for cheesecake. Ugh. But... Yeah, no. there's okay. always
1: something better that's, I think
0: that's the problem you look yeah. at any dessert menu and it's like yeah I could get the cheesecake or I could get this like fucking sundae that has 12 different types of ice cream or this thing here that's like chocolate and orange and all something sorts of other good stuff yes. yeah or like like you know yeah. Reggie would
1: order something <laughs> Yes, I
2: want a pie that weighs more than my head I will shout out the Cheesecake Factory though because if you don't order the cheesecake the rest of the food at our place is fucking amazing <laughs> 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 but right, what's your number four
0: uh, my number four
2: onions okay
0: or as i prefer to refer to them as the devil's testicles they're the basis of everything though no. yeah which is why i'm a pain in the ass to take out to to fancy restaurants because they put fucking but onions put, in everything
2: you eat chinese motherfucker
0: and I have got onions in there are do. no onions in my sweet and sour chicken balls <laughs> <you a> sweet <laughs> <boy>? <laughs> or my pork fried rice <laughs> Or my dumplings.
2: Oh, okay. No, those specific <laughs> Basically, items. I order meat dishes with a sauce on yeah, them. Yes, I'm here for that, yeah. <laughs> Or okay. rice. But you eat, eat in it. <laughs> you eat pasta, and any any pasta dish worth eating starts with onions and garlic. So right, you if, you if you've got, if you, if you have a food
0: stuff in a dish, and I can't, if it's got onions in it, and I can't spot it, you may as well not put the fucking onions in there. No, no,
2: because they add to the overall flavour. That's no, the biggest. No, yeah, I never had is. a
0: carbonara and picked a bit of onion out of my teeth. Yeah, maybe carbonara's don't have it's onions. My
2: favourite my, my pasta dish. I yeah, see, I don't like carbonara. You wouldn't do, you weirdo, because it's got bacon in it and you don't like bacon. No, I don't like bacon, it's just, they're never going to make it as crispy as I want it. Um,
0: but the, the, the smell, the texture, the taste, there's, there's nothing appealing about them. They try to warn you that you shouldn't eat them by being wrapped in, like, basically manky, greaseproof paper. Make you, you peel cry. that off. They make you cry when <laughs> yeah. you cut them because they're yes. releasing chemicals that burn your eyes. That's true. It's like... They're no. literally saying, "Don't eat me." This is not going to be a pleasant experience. Giving you two warnings already. Yeah, and then people like, like you say, they they slip them in all over the place. Like, you go and order a burger. Yes, I want a burger. You want cheeseburger? Yeah. You want bacon in that burger? Yeah. But like, fucking burger turns up. It's got like a bit of rocket in there,
3: and then like Ooh, half a fucking I'm, onion. They don't
2: put rocket in. It's
0: too expensive. <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's just like some cheap fucking Tesco value lettuce. Yeah, fake rocket. Bro- <laughs> fake rocket. They slide it in there, and you're like, "For fuck's sake, I didn't want that." And then you open it up. And you've got, like, the
2: fucking Aldi logo in fucking onion rings in there. And it's like... No! I mean, again, like, I love salad, but I fucking love onions. No. Like, can I say? No, they are Cheese onion sandwiches, pickled onions on my oh. cheese and crackers. Oh. Uh, oh. Onions on everything. <clears throat> Although... Car- all about caramelised onions. Like, nope. if, if I cooked them for, like, a good half hour, they were cooked right down. They were sweet as fuck. No, bro. No? They're still like onions. I, I just... Uh, so just even thinking about eating them.
1: I used to feel the way you feel about onions. And I thought this might happen because <laughs> you and me have <laughs> known you for a while and spoken about our takeaway orders before. Yes. Because I literally be like, oh, should we get an Indian? Yeah, what do you want? It's like, I want a tandoori mixed grill. So do you want anything else? No. No, I just want meat. Thank I just want, I just meat. want Thank meat. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, but Stacey absolutely like absolutely loves onions. And a lot of the stuff we cook. and so does Amy. Cooking, and I just, I just accept it now. I nah. just... It's you know.
0: She doesn't she doesn't cook for me very often because w- once they're cooked, she's hella fussy and of
1: considerably yeah. better once they're cooked. Like considerably. Yeah. And the red onions, to be fair, like are not as potent. No, no they're you, not they're Not as potent. potent. And no. then like a lot of the chutneys and stuff that I like with my cheeses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They've got loads. Yeah, of yeah no, I'm not fan so, of
0: chutneys either. So. Oh mate, you want to get on Mrs. Ball's chutneys,
1: I eat my cheese dry. Boys. I like Mrs.
2: Balls. I was introduced to Mrs. Balls. That is a good chutney, but
0: yeah. I'm the not. only, the only redeeming, the only possible shot at redemption that onions have. Okay, go. Is pickled onion monster munch.
2: They're good. What about? <laughs> what about? The Friend makers. What about? <laughs> I've got another one. I've got another suggestion. Okay. You know, like, you know, pizza right in the, in the salad bar. They have the the crispy bacon bits, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What like they do them fried on like tiny fried onion bits and they put them on. Stuff. I find them offensive. And mac and cheese or something like that for tech. Oh, I know. Yeah, Yeah, they're crispy. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. What about
3: them?
0: No, I find them offensive because they're pretending to be bacon bits and they could be bacon bits. And on occasion, I have assumed they were bacon bits and I've ended up with a mouthful of crunchy fucking onions. He's been bitten, man. He's been bitten. (laughs) No, I don't trust them. Motherfuckers. No redemption.
1: No redemption. (laughs) There's no redemption arc for onions. So. Well, we already know uh, blue, <laughs> blue cheese is on there. From now. Yeah. And for the aforementioned, just it's just gone too far. It's just gone too far. Yeah, uh,
2: I, I would like to defend blue cheese, but I have I've lost
3: some <laughs> of my love of blue <laughs> You've cheese lost your as passion. a child. Yeah,
2: it's just it's not, it's not the cheese of choice. There are like twelve other cheeses that I would eat way before I would even try blue. Yeah. I had none this Christmas, which is, like, probably the first time in my entire life. When I was a kid, I used to eat stilton sandwiches. Oh, Why man. are you like this? Because I loved it. It was such a strong kind of weird taste. And I think my dad loved it. So I was just like, <laughs> oh, these oh, it, too." It
1: is just a weird taste, isn't it? And then there's the texture as yeah. well.
2: Because, like,
1: normally, you'd be like, ah, oh, let's have a nice bit of crumbly
2: cheese. And then you're like, that's crumbly mould. Yeah. There's crumbly
1: mould in my mouth. type now.
2: of crumble. Like... I might, I'll probably never eat Stilton again, because that is, as you say, it's gone too far, it's <laughs> it's probably, as I've got older and my tastes have refined, it's, I it's tried offensive white, to me. I've enjoyed but, like the white Stilton, but it has that same yeah. weird aftertaste. It right? has. What about Gorgonzola, though? Something <laughs> creamier, something less strong.
1: I've tried some of those, like, like Gorgonzola, yeah. I've tried some of those things before, but it's just it's just that flavour I just can't okay. my tongue just mm. I can't get my head that's around same it with me but then, then shoot, with the blue yeah. with the mouldiness of it that is just the, like, the icing <laughs> the on the cake icing where, on a the icing on the particularly cake icing <laughs> yes yeah, <so> that's the <laughs> the fungus on top of the cheese <laughs> that I will not I just can't I can't indulge it I just can't no. I like yeah it's
2: just wrong I can get behind that 100% <laughs> uh, for number three yes I've got an entire section of food oh here we go yep seafood Oh, really? okay. Whilst I'm happy to eat cod from a fish and chip shop, and the one time <laughs> I had lobster, I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> Probably more for the garlic butter than anything else. <laughs> yeah, knowing yeah you, no, that's fair. I can't eat any other seafood, because just the fishy's taste of it turns my stomach. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just the most vile shit on, on the planet. I don't eat seafood. But there's
0: like, such a broad range. Like exactly, that's what I'm saying.
2: I'm, I'm basically <laughs> just...
1: What about like rat. prawns, though? Like Prawns aren't that... I'll eat fishy if you know let, what
0: I mean let me stop you there prawns are on my list
2: okay. <laughs> uh, <What? laughs> on Christmas on Christmas day I will concede this I will eat them tiny, the tiny little prawns yep. in a prawn salad a <laughs> oh, prawn cocktail sorry yep. because it's just tradition and I've, I've had it since I was a kid but <laughs> that's the one time of year I, I will eat it and it's not too bad I, I drown it in vinegar <laughs> and black pepper and you can't really taste the prawn anymore but yeah anything that's just got that that fishy taste is just blech. oh okay I hate it have you ever eaten like proper fresh like just
1: been caught and cooked that day fish I think
2: yeah
0: I've tried it because that's
2: significantly less fishy yeah, it is yeah fish. but the fresher chicken. it is the less fish mm. it's about the the, the the texture of it sometimes oh, the texture of well. fish is
0: amazing. like you get a nice yeah. big like tuna steak or something oh tuna steak it's fresh yeah. off the
2: grill and it flakes a lot yep. that's
0: oh, the mate. the smell
2: of a, a a grilled tuna steak is oh low. I'm not even hungry and I could I could demolish one of them right that's, now that's that's on my top five autism bad smells list. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's gonna make oh, so this is what it <laughs> is okay, okay. It yeah. like 30 yeah. seconds is
1: like
2: <laughs> the curtains pulled back yeah so now that curtain's
1: pulled back there's no defending any seafood no, that's no. fine it's just the smell so there it's we go the oh
2: no, no not just the smell it's the fishy taste it's like just everything about it everything about Actually, it i do oh. have
0: two fishy things on my list I do. <laughs> yeah what's so. your number three
2: then uh my number three
0: is faken fake bacon veggie fake bacon see I nearly
1: put corn on my list as in you know the corn corn, where they, corn, corn there, yeah yeah yeah, where they put like oh
0: it's corn bacon or it's oh, it's corn chicken it's like no it's not I've tried I've <laughs> tried quite a lot of vegetarian stuff over the years obviously Amy was like properly vegetarian for quite like time. some time yeah um, I mean the sausages are just dry the, the, the chicken things are
2: just dry but moment, nut roast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> none of them, <laughs> Why does that even exist? I don't know. It's because none of them contain fat. That's the good thing about meat is it contains it fat. It contains that fat that the fat, that and the mel- the fat oh, melts and the makes it makes it juicy. But, but that stuff just doesn't. Veggie
0: bacon. It is vile. It's basically plasticine. Is it a, sorry, is it as bad as veggie cheese or vegan cheese? I haven't had vegan cheese. <laughs> because I just like I'm like that's not a real food. No, that looks like the sort of thing I should be using to block gaps in a, yeah. in a fucking roof somewhere. Some of it
1: isn't terrible. Oh, okay. It just as But they, I think it's Cathedral City. Do one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you do. It yes. Smells horrific. <laughs> it's like, cheese. and I mean, it smells <laughs> like. It doesn't smell like a good cheese. <laughs> like, it's not a good pleasant thing. But it melts like normal cheese, and it okay. tastes almost like normal cheese.
2: Oh, okay
0: but the other ones are kind of weird and
1: just
2: yeah. Well, but bacon
0: so there's bacon it's, it's plasticine effectively it has the <laughs> texture the malleability just it is you know, edible plasticine a load of children just in a factory <laughs> just, it's just like, with the little like the little machine squirting <laughs> out yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's been infused with what I can only assume is a flavour intended to convince those that consume it to never actually eat bacon again it's that bacon that chemical bacon flavouring I have this I mean you don't eat that sort of thing but you know, it's like frazzles mm. oh. but imagine they mm. didn't taste like bacon they taste a bacon flavouring mm. I don't know if you've, you've had it if you get these bacon flavour stuff you can get like drinks and fucking Never. sweets and stuff like that and they all use this same flavouring and it is horrendous but most of toast. them have the redeeming feature that they're not made of fucking plasticine <laughs> this stuff it's Oh, it's just horrible it's edible plasticine that leaves this ghastly chemical taste in your mouth and yet vegetarians and vegans they're like oh no I'm going to have a bacon sandwich it's
2: like no it's a fucking plasticine sandwich get in the sea This is I have no frame of reference for faking, I've never tried it I never will try some go <laughs> on the, fuck you <laughs> what I will say is like I find it bemusing when people are like I'm not eating meat I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. I'm a vegan. And then suddenly they're like, oh, but this tastes like that meat that I'm not eating. This,
0: this tastes and looks like that meat that I'm not going to eat.
2: Yeah. I saw
0: something the other year. There was, um, it
2: was prawns.
0: Right. And they were vegan prawns. So they were effectively like bean curd shaped and then painted like prawns. They'd even painted the eyes on them. Yeah. It's like... You don't eat that bit anyway. Why? What what is the fucking point? You're making it look so much like this thing that you won't eat. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, I mean for well, the have- health
1: reasons I can understand. I mean, but- yeah, their option is though, they just it would just be a cube of food.
0: Motherfucker! <laughs> you know, they lack the they lack the courage of their convictions. Yeah. If you don't want to eat meat don't eat fucking meat. Eat your block of bean curd in brine. I'll and have two please. I will have two cubes, please. I'll have two cubes, sir. <laughs> and and a
2: boiled milk. water. <laughs> What's your number, three? <laughs> Before we drive half <laughs> the leftist <laughs> listenership away. Um, Quick and
1: easy. Brussels sprouts. <coughs> Boom.
2: Oh. Smell,
1: taste, texture. Yep. They are an assault on all of the senses. I disagree. Um, and they make you fart.
2: I agree with that, and one. there you go. <laughs> There's the double, and that's the, that's that's the <laughs> double. I agree with that one. That is a, a horrible, tail. horrible side effect of eating Brussels sprouts. But yeah. Brussels sprouts are incredible. I just don't think you've had them properly. Yeah, but people say so. They say, "Oh, you haven't had it properly." So cooked
1: in pure butter mm-hmm. with bacon bits, yeah. all of them. Da-da-da-da-da. But not, just fuck the sprouts
2: off. I'll eat the bacon. The but
3: not, bacon bits bacon in butter. Contaminating <laughs> oh, the no, no, bacon no, no, and right. butter. Exactly. With the sprouts.
2: No, because like you've probably just had them stewed down. They're basically just mush. They don't really taste of anything. No, anymore.
1: I've tried like fried them. Duh, 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 fried them off with the bacon and the butter. And duh, 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 tried. I tried, yeah. and I'm just like, do you know what? No. Like uh, yeah. they're just the, uh, bad. Like, uh, the core. They are bad the to the
3: core. They are bad to the
1: core. <laughs> and there is, no matter how you cook them or dress them up, they are still horrible. Yep. And I just drew yeah.
2: that. I know, I know. A certain Warren's cringing right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he joins me in like the love of Brussels. Yeah, he sprouts. loves, he loves his Brussels. Great. I love all vegetables to be fair, except sweet corn. But <laughs> Brussels <laughs> sweet corn. are Oh, great! Like you get them cooked properly, they are delicious. No, no absolutely. I am right. not I'm right. having that
0: one. The worst thing with Brussels is this: like, if you go out to like a, a carvery or a pub or something, and you order a roast. Oh, and it turns up and like a quarter of the plate is just filled with a heap
2: of Brussels oh, and you're like no and oh then man, it's in you the could the have gravy. like another half a dozen potatoes in there mate what are you doing <laughs> I'm like boom it's going to be delicious but I'm going to have to go home about an hour all <laughs> <like, why? laughs>
1: <laughs> the windows down in the <laughs> guy on yeah. the way back it just
2: contaminates the whole plate
1: though yeah like anything that's like touched it like gone near that bit of gravy or whatever that's done that's for. it it's done for uh-huh. I've got to have another
2: plate just to scoop that shit off exactly. alright my number two could be controversial considering you two are carnivorous motherfuckers. Oh, here we mm. go. But pork. Why am I even friends with you? I'm happy to eat bacon as long as it's you know crisp enough to snap. Mm-hmm. But in the last couple of years, I've really gone off pork, and now the thought of it just makes me feel sick, which is pretty cons- crazy considering I ate so much of it <laughs> in the years preceding my dislike beginning. The only thing I miss is properly cooked pork belly it's like oh. super tender with a crispy skin I'm not a fan pork of pork belly I really? miss that because oh, yeah. that was pork one of belly. my oh I fucking loved that I've yes. had that all over the world if it's yeah. on the menu I'm ordering it it's fucking delicious yeah. but now just the sheer idea of eating pork reduces me to one, one of vomit
0: mate like the, the, the two dominant meats in my diet are chicken and pork
2: that's
0: really? basically <laughs> all
2: I, that's what I live on I mean I eat chicken beef and lamb
0: <coughs> I don't like lamb oh, Do you eat a lot of lamb. pork chops yeah, not massive amount
1: but so when we were growing up we used to have pork chops quite a lot. Yeah, but yeah, right. yeah. My dad used so, to you know, the got like the the So there was always like one good bit of meat and then yeah. there was like the rest of it, which yeah. was just shit. Yeah. Right? And then you're like and they're like, you're looking at it and you look at your parents and they're like, Yeah, you can go to finish that. And you're like but But I've eaten the good <laughs> bit, the good bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want all that shit. So that, that kind of put me off that pork bit like the that bit. But pork belly is pork belly. phenomenal. That was like my go to if I was yeah. going out. Like for a nice meal somewhere, and they had pork belly on the menu, I'd be happy. that. Yeah, at. snap! It I would order it every delicious. time. Delicious,
2: but oh, I just the sheer thought of it now, I'm like, I, I'll eat the crackling. I'll still eat crackling oh, yeah. all day oh, long. Yeah, that'll exactly. <laughs> <laughs> If my mum does roast pork for them, and then does me like <laughs> lamb on the side, I'm still getting a bit of that. that oh, crackling. yeah, crackling, hundred percent. But is it, what just, is
1: it though? Is it the the taste of? I just or... started
2: eating it one day, and then I felt sick, and now. I can't, it, the smell, the texture, everything about it, it just right. turns my stomach. Weird. Weird, Which yeah. is mad because I lived on my own for a, a long time, right? And we would get gusto, HelloFresh, all their <laughs> things. And and they'd have a bit of lean pork in there. We would always get, well, yeah. I never really had much of a choice, but <laughs> the pork options would turn up, I moved home, my mum was like, loves pork, was cooking it all the time. And then one day I was just there and I was just like, this makes me feel sick, and now I, weird. I'm off of it. I can't do yeah, it.
0: I've only had one pork dish I didn't like, and that was trotter. Mm. I had that in yeah, that Spain a few years back. They were doing theme Rimb. nights at a hotel, and one of them was all around different bits of the yeah. pig. And they had <laughs> genuine. As soon as I walked in, I was Great like, "Great theme!" I'm having
2: that, I'm having that, and I tried it. it was
3: fucking horrible! It was I've just all bristle.
2: I've got an honourable mention. Awful.
0: I uh, uh, mean,
2: all of it. Keep it away, from food.
0: You don't like a bit of uh, (laughs) bit of
2: haggis. (laughs) When I was a kid, about black pudding. (laughs) Ding 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 ding. Yeah, I will eat black pudding, (laughs) but I have to be in the mood for it. It's not like I I have to be like I'm feeling adventurous today. Oh, I can eat black pudding. The last
0: time we ate it, we got one of the the sausage ones, and I had half with one meal and half the following day. (laughs) You disgust me. No,
3: you
1: absolutely
0: disgust me. I don't get to have it very often because I can't eat it while Amy's there because it freaks her the fuck out. It's not about
1: the quantity, it's just about what you re- actually eat.
0: <laughs> <quite> disgusting. Like, <laughs> I don't
1: care, man. You can be like, oh, yeah, so I got a bunch of my own pig and I ate it's half you of one day, it one day. Fine, man. Like, whatever.
3: But no. No, like, I, love some, I love me some white pudding. pudding. List no. When I was a kid, fried Mark.
0: up, crispy on the outside, soft in the middle. Disgust me. Yeah. Oof.
2: When I was a kid, my mum used to insist, like once a year, we had liver and onions, <clears throat> it's got iron, full of iron, it'll sort you right out, me and, me and like my brother would, bitch, and moan and sit at the table for like three hours, because yeah. we weren't allowed to leave until we <laughs> ate, and we were refusing, and yeah, liver, heart, kidney, all of that shit, just keep it away from me. Yeah, there are many organs taste good. Just yeah, like how do you pate. feel about pate, though? awful
0: rank what? vile shit some pate some I've had some God. pate and it's pretty good so but I, I like
1: it like I like a nice smooth pate if it's yeah. chunky I'm not here for it no, no. but I will smooth Brussels pate all day uh, yeah no. No, I
2: could get, I could yeah. get some of that oh, when yeah. I worked <clears throat> when I did my three years in the kitchen one of our the a starter that we had for all three years was <laughs> pate and you you have to get it out and you have to cut it so like precisely because yeah. otherwise it would just crumple and then you'd have to get it on the board and make it look nice, and just the entire time, the smell <laughs> was making my like. Yeah, it's a, not a food <laughs> you want to go like, sniffing. The smell was would, would turning my stomach, but I'm in the kitchen with all these people that would just fucking give me a kicking if I was like, <laughs> I can't do it. It smells. I do it smells. So I I'm having to like. Hold my breath while I do it. Oh god no, put me <laughs> off pate forever. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I'll tell you what, I'm go love going love shopping tomorrow. I'm pate. just
0: buying like black pudding, <laughs> pork and fucking pate. <laughs> 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 all these things that I suddenly realised aren't in aren't in my kitchen at the moment. Um, I've lost track, who's next? Uh uh I alluded to this, to this one earlier. Prawns. Yeah. Something they are they they occupy a special sort of category. Because there's something that I hate, but I really wish I didn't. Okay. Yeah. I like the idea of prawns. Mm. I like crab. I like lobster. I like. I don't like shrimps. But they probably fall into more. That's the same category. They're just smaller prawns. Yeah. Um, I like crayfish. So I like all of this like family around them. Mm.
2: Oh, I had crayfish once. It wasn't that offensive. I, I just no throw crayfish. That out
0: is there. I think it's because they they tend to be um, smaller, sweeter. Uh, they can be freshwater as yeah. well. Ooh. If you get freshwater cray,
2: yeah.
3: How do you
2: feel about scallops? Uh, I had them once. Like pan-fried, like fair. fresh garlic butter. Yeah, Did like n- nice crisp on either side, yeah, yeah. kind of like medium rare in the middle. No, no? I had them once.
1: I'm not sure, <laughs> medium rare seafood is not the one. <laughs> no,
0: that's no, no, no. <laughs> not something you want to be doing. No, when I, I know scallops, you scallops, right? yeah. you want them
2: barely cooked in the middle. You want them to that point where they're just cooked. And they, they have to be fresh because yeah. if they're not, then you're going to have yeah, a bad time. Yeah. You're going to have a very no, bad time. No, I can't do
3: it. No? no okay. Cannot do it, no. Okay. Um,
0: the but, yeah. prawns are the the worst kind of fishy. They have guts, and yeah. they have the yeah, weird the little eyes and the heads. So yeah. If you if I was to just because obviously with
1: you know you like lobster and everything like that, yeah, so yeah. would you normally like rip your own lobster apart or would you just want lobster on a plate? Do you know what I mean? I, I like getting. Yeah, but you don't like it for the prawns. But I don't like it with the prawns. See so what the only thing that, I I I really like prawns. Like I will. <laughs> Basically, like if if you had like a prawn and mayo sandwich, I will, I would never bother making my own one. But yeah. sometimes when we get a meal deal, I'll be like, yeah, I'll have a prawn and mayo sandwich. <laughs> but like fresh prawns are wicked. But sitting there and pulling the shit trail out of one of those,
0: yeah, do you know what I mean? You're like, I think I that's the worst slum. part. Is you look like Denethor eating tomatoes when you do that,
3: <sighs> because love.
2: you're just. There, yeah. when I was a kid we would go shopping Billy my, Boyd he sat in the corner quietly judging you and my dad would get a bag of prawns and he would come home and just sit on the sofa and he would just take them out and just crunch them in uh, uh, they uh, uh, like they were nuts and he would just have this pile of like heads and bits and I, I would just sit there like fascinating that fascinated. would give like, me childhood be trauma good, yeah. <laughs> that's horrendous I see the thing with prawns is because I'm totally on board with this the tiny little ones I guess they're probably shrimps right i don't
3: probably, know. probably. i have food fish not- food connoisseurs <laughs> are screaming
2: <laughs> at us right <laughs> now all my food knowledge is like on everything bar seed. <laughs> <food. laughs> the really tiny ones you would get in like a prom cocktail or mm. you, when you stop at like, special the, fried rice yeah, yeah 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 i can take them they're nice the, the texture's not too bad i can deal with that but the bigger ones Big, yeah there's <laughs> a weird like they're kind of they're hard <laughs> And, like, you bite into it, and there's, it gives way, and then the bit... Oh. It's just not... Yeah, it's, it's, they're just wrong, basically. Yeah. I, if they're, I've never had the giant ones
0: that are, like, mm. basically lobster size. Yeah. And they're apparently supposed to be a very different experience to eating the others. Yeah. So I would like to try them, but they're also hella expensive, which is why I haven't had them.
3: Yeah.
0: And there's always a chance that I'll cough up all this money, cook them up, and then eat them, and they'll be just as bad as regular yeah. prawns. But, yeah, I, I really want to like them, because... All these cool
2: dishes, and it's just like, yeah,
0: and you get to snap the little head off, and
2: yeah. To be fair, no. I, I get that. I would love to be able to eat prawns. I would love to just be able to eat fish in general because it's mm. so healthy and so easy. to oh, cook yeah, and it would be quite fun. But like crab as well. I look, I watch people eat crab, and I'm like, I like crab. I'm like, I really wish I could eat crab. Like, I really wish I could get stuck in and enjoy it. You get a nice no, bit of yeah. fresh crab. There's basically, no fish again, taste to it at Again, all. like when I was a kid, we'd go to Cornwall on holiday. My dad would get the crab, come back, <laughs> get a tray, crack it off, <laughs> and just sit there and eat it. And I'd be like, I don't know how you do that. That is fucking foul. <laughs> Why'd crack the legs off of yeah. that? And I'm yeah. just and like, it, yeah. I just, ah.
1: It's uh, hassily food, yeah. though, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's yeah. That. It's yeah. just hassily food. It's like um, ribs. Yeah, so all like, no, the Older no, I get, no. I just like the less hassle. I, I like ribs, but it's so much ribs. fucking about. Do you remember we used to go to the um? The all you, all you can, can eat, can eat all ribs. Yeah, and uh, like I'd always look forward to it. I'd be, I'd be like, oh, I just kind of wish somebody would just debone it and just give yeah, me the shit. On just the just plate. give me the fair, meat on the
2: plate. To be fair, I have to admit, when we're at All you can eat ribs, I just like sitting there like some kind of <laughs> medieval yeah. Viking, just ripping it off the bone and creating my big pile of bones in the middle of the table. But if I go anywhere else on older order ribs. As soon as that plate hits the table, the first thing I do is take all the bones out and I just get, get a big pile of meat. Yeah. All the bones go elsewhere and I'm yeah. like, right. But isn't that a bit like self-service?
0: You know, that's like going to Tesco and you're, you're scanning through your own fucking cheese and, and beans. It's you like, if i go got a
2: restaurant, I want them to do that for yeah, me. But most people order ribs because they're ribs and you can yeah. <sighs> cook them on the bone, you get more flavour. Yeah, yeah, I do that. Even
1: like, <laughs> when I order like, Chinese, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want crispy dusk and pancakes. Like, do you want to it? Shredded? It's like, well yeah <laughs> well yeah I am fucking training it myself you sure, want me to do it I'm <laughs> paying you like, what is now an extortion amount of money <laughs> yeah. away, so no you you can take care you of can shred that duck
2: what's your number two
1: uh, so my number two black pudding black despicable pudding despicable motherfucker yeah. oh my it's, god it's blood. it is and what's weird though it's like I will have a medium rare steak yeah. and I will enjoy the blood on that that's like, okay. oh, because it's not actually blood, but yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's like it's, muscle juice. Basically. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but black and the thing that gets me most about it <laughs> is everyone's like, "Oh, you're gonna have a nice roast I like, Yeah, you can chuck some black pudding
2: on there. Like, no, the fuck, On a roast dinner. put it on a roast dinner? Who puts black you know, pudding on a roast dinner? Have I f- Me
1: have from, I, from have now I, on, I, mate. Have I mentally just had a break?
2: I
3: don't know. Uh, Normally, it's something with a, a fry up. Yeah, yeah. No, I have
1: just had a mental break.
3: Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on a fair. Damn it. Just, just edit that out. Just one edit out. That out. I yeah. edit it yeah. out. But like, Because I'm, I love a fucking full English. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I really love a full English. And people are like, oh, do want black pudding? And like, Why the fuck would I ruin it? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? Like, like, but but I I, think, I'm just going to leave it on the side of the plate. There's no point in putting it on. It. No, you just say, I don't want the black pudding,
3: Yeah.
1: but give me extra bacon.
3: Yeah. Or yeah. give me like another egg. Give,
1: give another me another something good in place of it. <laughs> but most of the time it's just like oh and then you just see it when it turns up and it's just that little disc of like I, I get it. horribleness uh, no, I,
2: I, and you're just like it's grainy as well yeah it looks grainy texture. that's the thing yes. like, when you
1: look at it how is just, it right
2: <laughs> I sat here last week and we played a game and someone was like I I'd, I'd drink a pint of blood right and I'm like I get that I could, I could get my head around that, and now you're talking about cooking that blood, me it, and I'm like, Ugh, that's yeah. brainy. I, <laughs> I get it, it's, it's, it's an acquired taste. horrible. Yeah, I I, yeah, I, I can't
0: defend it. It's, and it's no. gross. It's li- it is literally cooked blood. But you like what you like, right? Well, I like what I like, and fuck you
2: guys, I don't Vampire, know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. right? It's the well, acceptable way of having to in public. <laughs> I think you We're two walking down the road just, uh, just, uh, uh, I think you two are both about to turn uh, on me big time. Again, okay. This is my most uh, controversial choice of more all choices. Because oh, I mean, yeah. you know, Because I mean, you you basically maligned bacon in front of me and you're still. Alive. No, no, no. <laughs> With pork, I said I oh, would eat bacon. You yeah, you would ba- you even eat bacon wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I eat American style. It's, it's oh, like, that's what I said, mate. Snappable. Oh. But oh, man, I'm so i I right. have <laughs> never met another human being on this planet in my whatever years I've been here
1: 21 yeah (laughs) (laughs) or or double that (laughs) (laughs) ish
2: that agrees with me on this one okay Mm. ham ham this one has been with me the longest ever since I was a kid I've refused to eat it the smell the taste the texture is just offensive to me just over a year ago I ate something that had like an errant piece of ham in it yeah I puked for uh what did i write 25 minutes after that
3: what
0: the fuck
2: it was just like just that i could not get rid of the taste in my mouth for like 24 hours i was walking around nauseous it was it's just everything about it powerful ham and again Henry, i'm (laughs) I'm I'm concerned for your well-being much like you and prongs though right every time christmas comes around i'm an avid avid food network Obsessive. <laughs> every Christmas cooking program, every county chef will go. Glazed this hams. Christmas we're doing glazed ham, and I look at it and I think, I oh, wish I could eat glazed ham or yeah, any yeah. kind of ham or like gammon and eggs or any oh, of that at Christmas. I wish I could, but it's just it's so so repugnant so and offensive to my taste buds. So I can't do it.
1: Can I? So wafer thin ham. <laughs> like bad bad yeah. but then at the other end of the spectrum like a thick a slice of gammon oh
2: uh, no 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 just none of it because I, I it. can
1: get like you know like when you see like the pre-packaged ham yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like Water. it's a bit slimy it's, it's a, a bit slimy. slimy it's a bit yeah. slimy and but like uh, you know I don't mind that but I can understand yeah. but like a gammon like a nicely cooked gammon no a,
2: no? no there's no wow. there's not just a like, chance like, in hell that's getting anywhere near my mouth it's just thick bacon yeah it's gammon is thick bacon no, no because it's it's the bacon that I won't eat though it's the the pink the fatty the the good bit the delicious bit incinerated <laughs> until it's like snappable and just salty I can't I, I can't support you in this I'm sorry <coughs> sorry I can't
0: I can I can
1: understand the for thin, even though like, I I quite like. Yeah, I, 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 I can I, like I can it, roll that up and eat it. Like uh, you know, from the other end of the spectrum, like the gammon and things like that, I'd be like, nah no, just, I can't do it. No. It's just
2: this is offensive to my taste buds. I can, and uh, I again, I have never met anybody else that agrees with me. Cody but, will agree with you. Yeah, he's gone off ham over the last year or
0: so for some reason. Oh, good boy. I knew he used to. Something. He used to just eat it like non-stop
2: i will watch people do it. Just get the pack, open it, and just eat there They'll dip it in shit, and I'll yeah, just... one of my favorite things to do.
0: Get a nice bit of, uh, like, the thinly sliced, like, glazed or or, um, peppercorn-crumbed ham. Mm -hmm. Roll it up. Dip it into salad cream. I can go for a whole pack like that. See, I... The and serve, then they get pissed off because you, just... you want to do
1: is you just want to get yourself a chunk of cheese and then roll right. the roll cheese, the cheese up, yeah, and then eat that, and that's amazing. But I've, the thing is though, like with ham, like it's okay, <laughs> but there's better meats available for that sort of shenanigans. Oh you yeah, know what I mean, like get well, yourself I an Italian black, cheese, yeah, or... get yourself an Italian platter and just go to town. Yeah.
2: But like, it's not just ham, like, and, and all it's pork. ham adjacent. <laughs> it's all <ooh>, stuff <laughs> in the middle. Like, I am so selective about chorizo. Like, I can't. What? chorizo, but like different pepperonis. Some I'm alright with. Like a German one I'm alright with. But a Spanish one... Blegh. No? I remember wow. We See, I'd on... go the other way. Like I'd put the Italian and like, the Spanish yeah. over the, yeah, the German one. When people, it comes weird. to
0: cured meats, Spanish...
2: Oh, I like the German one because they're more peppery. They're less Yeah, I think paprika. that's why I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were heavy on the pepper. We were in Barcelona <laughs> and we were on the Rambler. Oh, mate, the food market on the Rambler. We've turned we turned onto the food market yeah. and the first thing there is this
3: it's all ham. Yeah. It's just
2: ham and cheese. And uh, they were doing like this selection of the dream selection so amazing. chorizos on a stick. Yeah, for one euro. And the girl I was with was like, "You should try that." So I was like, oh, "I'm not a pussy." God so, damn, she hated you. I, yeah, <laughs> I think so because ten minutes later I was puking in a car. <laughs> and, that, and since then, yeah, chorizos out. I can't eat it. We, we went a shame, to shame man. Yeah. We went that's there last shame.
0: time we were in Barcelona. And it was coming up to lunchtime, and I was like, I have timed this perfectly, because there's the fucking food yeah. market. And we we turned into it, and I was like, right, folks, lunch. And they were like, well, where are we going? I was like, we're in a food what do you mean, Where are going? Yeah. And I'm like a fucking kid in a toy shop. I want, I want this, and I want that. And I got this awesome like pastry wrap that was, based, it was just uh, chorizo, and um, what's their local cheese there? I can't remember what it's called.
2: But basically, like Manchego or something. Yeah, something like that.
0: It was just basically them all mashed into this fresh pastry, still warm. And I was like, Right, I've got this. I'm like, What are you guys getting?
2: They're like, We want to go to KFC.
1: Like, What? (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What? What? No! That was the second time I went to Barcelona when I went for the weekend for my birthday. The first time we went on a day trip, (laughs) (laughs) I got dragged into (laughs) McDonald's. (laughs) <laughs> oh man but I just I just came up with a genius idea for a a, a touch here today can we just go to the Larablas and just eat fucking food yeah. all day us <laughs> free?
3: <Watch, watch>, <laughs> I <watch show>. you <laughs> vomit in a bit? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. us free. day out bar market we with the old air recorder and we'll just go from stall to just stall eat shit eating shit <laughs> Oh yeah Because you can never Just have one thing When you're there Like I always have to go To like three different stalls Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: here for that Buy some
2: cheese can we go to now and I'm <laughs> yeah, okay. I had, made sure I had A massive lunch
0: Because I know What these are like yeah. We're going to be Talking about food I'm going to get hungry I'm, not, I'm just get hungry I did not again, have right. that much
1: forethought Because I that, thought Oh we're just
0: going to talk about Stuff that we
1: hate And that's yeah. fine Because we will be like bleh, bleh. <laughs> And now I'm just like Fuck we segwayed so many times. Yeah. And now I'm just hungry. Is that that's all sort of, of no, well, us done?
0: our we've got one more. Oh, yeah, we've We, oh, you, one on we a one. Just spent so long talking sorry. about ham. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this one. This one's probably pretty. I don't think this is going to be controversial. Okay. Cured salmon. Yeah, <laughs> salmon is just. Bleh. I mean, I know salmon with yeah. you.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I only had this once. It was it was a very posh meal. A place I used to work for our mm. Christmas do. They dead posh and I was you know, looking at the starters and that and there was like dark parfait and soup and there's this and that oh like Ooh, cured salmon I like a bit of salmon I'll have that and it was like cured in some kind of alcohol and it is without a doubt hand on heart the worst thing I have ever put in my mouth are we talking Gravelax I
2: don't because that salmon been. cured in salt and dill and yeah. all kinds no, of things no, no not, it wasn't not because like, this, this was like right? brandy
0: cured or uh, something oh so it was
2: like a ceviche where if you say steak, so like, you the ceviche <laughs> you either you cut the seafood or you, you can do it with raw beef as well you cut it really small and tiny mm. and then you add an acid to the mix you let it marinate for a couple of minutes yeah. and the acid cooks like half cooks it yeah. and then it's, it's like, like more edible tasting yeah. just right, I it, imagine it was like I, a
0: something mm. like that
2: ceviche um, of salmon it was firm
0: yeah. yet gelatinous mm. yeah. it was cold it was fishy, and I only took like the one forkful. Because mm. I'm going into this, and at this point, I've eaten all sorts of weird shit. I'm like, "Yeah," and I nearly died. It coated my entire mouth, and I was just like, for the next, I didn't enjoy it. I had like a fucking full roast dinner. Oh. I got extra fucking pigs in blankets and everything, and I didn't enjoy a single bit because of it. Salmon, salmon mouth. Yeah. and <laughs> even the following day, just took. We went out chopping. We were in upping. Uh, Cambridge Yeah. and we had some time so we were like oh right well you know the Littland's with, with my mum so we'll go and we'll do a little bit of shopping and we were talking about the food and she said so what did you have for the starter and I was like I had to cure some and yeah. literally vomited in my mouth I was like "This—it
2: was just thinking about it <sighs> the worst thing I've ever eaten salmon's just not Eat, no, I like, like... salmon even in the realm of seafood, salmon's just not, it's so oily. Yeah, no, it's so big fatty, salmon steak.
3: Horrible,
2: salmon mm. prefer, pre- prepared most ways, I
0: am A okay with. But okay. yeah, cured salmon, fuck off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically. Ah, um, so, my final one is a, a genre. Right? Right. <laughs> so, we've already established that I really like meat, I'm yes. a big meat eater. But oh. my number one is weird animals. Like, ah, yeah, the, okay. Okay. So I still get to same up on this motherfucker. Mon- <laughs> like, monkey brains. There's, there's, no, the, there's no need. No. Right? That motherfucker that ate some bats, I know what it, was, I, it was one, didn't but, I've, but, I've, but that's do you know not my mean, list. <laughs> but, like, so bats, like anything that like, is just not a standard animal that we eat now. <laughs>
2: Ostrich, alligator, all these
1: things. Oh, to be have right. had all these things I've had. Yeah, all these things I've had. I've had But, like, I, th- I think that's that's different though that's culturally I had those in Australia yeah. and in yeah. Australia that's quite a common thing yeah, to eat Yeah, yeah like yeah. you know but I'm talking like weird things that just should not be eaten <laughs> like just weird meats like just leave it alone
3: just yeah, leave I it agree. alone we
1: don't need another pandemic just
0: stop eating weird shit we well, just you know, cook it properly well I mean I mean I'll eat most things to be to be fair. Well we know that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, somewhere hidden on my list is, is, is long pig which at the moment is illegal. But hey, yeah. Come the come the fall of society and the, yeah. the, the the apocalyptic wasteland I'm going to be eating people left right and center. And also like
1: dogs and stuff like that as well. Like I'm a big dog fan I, and I'm just yeah, like yeah. there's just in a no position with dog because no I love dogs.
0: Dog. No but I also want to taste it to see what it tastes like. I am very curious and it's supposed to be quite nice most weird meats
2: most people
1: say oh it just tastes
2: like weird chicken, chicken a weird chicken And yeah. I, oh,
1: just stop eating weird stuff and just eat chicken instead <laughs> and, and leave the other animals alone <laughs> for fuck's sake
2: like I'm, I I, wholeheartedly <laughs> agree I just think stick to the standards if you've got to make, eat meat at all
1: yeah uh, I just don't, don't think there's eaten. no
2: need no. there's no need there's no need there's no need for a lot of things though. I mean I'll go as far as to say like don't eat venison don't eat I don't like venison these things of that. like don't eat game birds like I can't think of any... Goose Quail. and... Goose? Goose is out. lovely. Oh, yeah. Pheasant? Fatty. Pheasant. Don't, just don't eat them. Just stick to the standards. We don't eat... Like proper pigeon, not the feral rats we yeah. 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 get. <laughs> this is the one time I'm telling you to stay in the box. <laughs> Do not get out of the box. Just eat your standard meats. Just standard meats. And that's
0: it. Well... My yeah. oh, God! I guess you won't want to eat any toucan when I finally get uh, some. No, <laughs> no. I remember you not They're protected. It's mostly beak anyway, right? That's... I mean, I think I figure you must serve it like a a, a lobster. You serve a lobster in its tail shell. Yeah. Toucan, <laughs> you would serve the meat in its beak. God
2: damn! I'm, all God, I'm God, preparing. A, I'm doing it, it right? now. Hang board. it on the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I do remember when you and Dal went through your weird phase of just ordering weird meats and eating them. Yeah, most of them were really good. The worst one was
0: camel because it sounds ridiculous to say it but it tasted sandy it tasted like you would think a camel would taste yeah yeah see that's what i said about the goat yeah you know, goat's cheese it
1: tastes like tastes like goat i reckon but goat meat, <laughs> like goat meat goat. doesn't no
0: goat meat doesn't
3: it's goat, weird you, cheese on
0: camel
1: cheese tastes like.
3: <laughs> so long to after. follow you know yeah.
0: extrapolate fully from that conversation <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You do that. Okay.
2: I need, I need to pee. We have okay. we
0: have a very small envelope here from, from Amy today. Very small is it is it a Christmas card? It is a card. Okay. It is a Peter Rabbit card. Oh lovely. Beatrix Potter Peter Rabbit card. That's really fancy. It is very fancy. I it. know what this is, because, I know what this card is because I found them buried in a cupboard yesterday put them out on the landing to sort out. And she was like, you can't throw these away. I'm like, well no, put them in with the other, like birthday cards and shit. And now she's used that to write whatever she's written. Dear lads, happy Christmas and a merry new year. So due to the PC still being broken, (laughs) it's not, I'm using it to record with right now, dear. It's impossible getting technical help these days. So I have a little task, nothing too wild. But as it's a new year, I want you guys to think about resolutions and goals for 2024. What do you want to change, achieve, do, etc.? Enjoy. Oh, Amy. Oh, Amy, how could you? I remember when I used to love you so. Yeah, you've
1: on us you've yeah. changed you've changed in the new you, year you in ch- fact that's one of my resolutions is, uh, when hey, just changed back oh yeah changed back yeah changed back to the is old this days is bullshit when you give us you know reddit subreddits sub- subreddits subreddits, yeah. subreddits to go through and and we just get just to laugh at stupid people yeah this is uh, this is hard this, yeah. yeah now it we it could make us look things.
0: bad um I want to lose some weight because um
2: I know mine so I'll start john
0: you want uh, we've already started mate oh, okay. get back in the toilet you weirdo all I heard
2: was bitching and moaning
0: I want to lose some weight because I put on a lot of weight over Christmas. <laughs> as I realised when I was doing up uh, a pair of trousers I haven't worn for a little while yesterday. Trousers? Sure. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was... <laughs> I was doing up my ass as
3: chaps. Yeah. And
0: uh, yeah, they're way tighter than they should be. So I need to
2: probably lose at least a stone this year. <laughs> I can second that. Off. Pretty I'm mundane. A lot of weight this Christmas. And I would very much like to get back to my summer weight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Only yeah, the weather's not conducive to as much it's right very hand. hard to exercise right now <laughs> when you go outside and yeah. you take a deep breath and your lungs freeze, it's not even that, it's like I get home from work and it's pitch black and there's fucking wet leaves everywhere And, I know. Outside yeah. and it's just it's dark, that's dark that's and noise. depressing and horrible, I know, I'm going to get I'm going to stop paying attention to what I'm doing because I'll be listening to something else while I'm running and I'm going to hit <laughs> some wet leaves and that's going to be a broken leg and then,
3: like, and then you can't
2: exercise with a broken leg exactly, it's just hard right now at this yeah. point in the year <laughs> Yeah, January's
1: long, isn't it? Uh, Fucking long. I yeah, I'm still riding my high metabolism, so oh, yeah, you lucky motherfucker. Yeah, I? I, I mean, I know I'm counting down the day yeah, It's gonna, <laughs> it's it gonna hit. <laughs> it's like maybe you know, is it forty? Somebody's gonna flick a little switch. Ah, like, oh, motherfucker, I can't eat cheese boards anymore.
0: Yeah, come out looking like Brendan Fraser yeah, in I mean, the whale.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's> <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> um, I decided that this year I'm gonna mask so much less. Fucking I'm old. just going to be my weird, <laughs> wonderful, idiot self. You can't make this about autism, surely. As much as possible. I was wrong, folks. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use the word. You used the word. I just said... I'm... How else do you mask? <laughs> Unless you're talking about being fucking Zorro. Jesus. I just... Um, yeah, I I. I just... I, I'm, I'm done with it. I can't be bothered with it anymore. If people don't like me, fuck them. <laughs> I really couldn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> There's there's people listening to this going, wait, that was him giving a shit. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Nah, and I decided I want to spend far less time on my phone this year. I want to disconnect far more. (laughs) I don't want to be on fucking WhatsApp all day long. I don't want to be on Squash Zoom scrolling. I don't want to give a shit about what people are doing in their lives on social media because ninety. But you run of it, some
0: of our social media
2: accounts. Ninety percent of it's just fake anyway. <laughs> like I, I want to spend quality, not our stuff. No, our, our stuff's all real. Brilliant. <laughs> but I want to just I want to spend more time with people I love in the real world, having quality time, rather than be stuck on a fucking phone all the time. It's interesting because your your two resolutions would seem to be mutually exclusive. Why?
0: You want to mask less and be more you, but you also want to spend more time with people face-to-face. I feel like Resolution 1 is going to somehow impact
2: Resolution 2. No, because no, you're... I feel you're, like <laughs> safe people, it's fine. Yeah, you're missing the, the key part of that sentence, which was, I want to spend more time with the people I love. No, I didn't miss that, unfortunately. (laughs) I heard that unclear. So there's like seven people on this planet. (laughs) I I don't want to be presumptuous, but... (laughs) There's like seven people on this planet that I want to spend quality time with this year. And I just want to disconnect from the rest of it because it's it's a slippery slope and it takes up so much time I could be using to actually do good... Do good stuff. Stuff. nice stuff I enjoy. Rather than like... I'll just check Instagram and 20 minutes later I'm I'm scrolling through some shit that I'm not even really paying attention to. (laughs) At all. I'll just, like, I I send a message and then I spend the next four hours just replying to messages on on fucking WhatsApp and I'm like... But that's that's good. You're
3: interacting with other humans. no, 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 no.
2: I'm taking your approach. Oh, fuck. Don't do that. Jesus. Which is, I'll just check in on a Friday when I take a shit and then I'll <laughs> respond to all DMs, all messages, all everything. All in one, one go. go. Yeah. My weekly update. Yeah. I've just <laughs> My weekly I, download, if you will. I've uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I've lost patience with it all. So I want to spend more time with people I love in the real world, less time via my phone and just mask less and just, you know, be myself. More. To be fair. I think I'd spend more time with people in
0: the real world and less time on Instagram if the people I knew in the real world were um <laughs> 19 year old e-girls in miniskirts because that's all instagram serves up for me that and dogs mm. and I'm like I mean if, if all my associates and friends in the real world were just 19 year old e-girls in miniskirts and dogs I'd interact more more fucking time
2: alas you know it is what it is <laughs> <laughs> anybody else before we hit our next five top five which is going to keep us here for like forever I feel I don't think so. No, I, I don't, think I'm I would. Like
1: I would like to stop doing I've been I've noticeably been worse with Doom Scrolling lately. Yeah. Mostly in the evenings, like last night, like I like Ada and Stacey went to bed, da, 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 da. I went downstairs and I was like, oh, I'll put the washing out and then I'll watch something. But I literally just spent like an hour and a half on my phone just flicking through shorts. Yeah. And then I looked at the time and was like, Fuck that was a waste.
0: <laughs> Do I've been, know I mean? <laughs> been doing that a lot recently because this PC's been broken. Which means that downstairs all focuses on the Xbox, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well I could just go upstairs and spend the next four hours on my PC stairs, but you know, family time. But what it actually means is, Amy's watching some bullshit on YouTube. She found another Sidemen video from seven years ago that she's gonna mm. sit through that's four hours long. And I'm like, okay, well I, I, I need to be here and, and
2: support her. What's happening on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> How many e-girls were on my phone today? Yeah just find it's, it is a slippery slope really because you can get stuck in it and then suddenly you're like but it's addictive as well like i oh found like because i never in the summer i was totally off it barely touched it but as the year progressed i found myself yeah but when the nights draw in yeah. and you can't be outside doing yeah, stuff but i could be reading books i could be playing guitar i could be prepping touch gigs i could be prepping synchronicities i could be coming up with brand new podcasts instead i'm like Oh, look at this picture this person posted four years ago. Isn't that fascinating? No (laughs) chest tattoos. Lovely. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's just... It eats up your time. It does. And I, I, like, even,
1: like... Because I I still think, like, downtime is very important. Yeah. You should have a bit of downtime,
2: but it's almost like... What now? you know D- downtime Down Rooney doesn't like downtime because then he's left with his own thoughts I left my own thoughts and thought, so yeah. that's a dangerous <laughs> yeah, thing like, to happen you know
1: not like literally not sitting and doing nothing but like say like if I had a really long day at work and I come back and you know I hang out with everyone for a bit and then everyone goes to bed and and yeah. I try and have like an hour in the evening to myself
2: yeah mm, just, me too. Because it's important, like, otherwise, you know, what's the point, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, not what's the point, but do you Everyone, know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, know, yeah. you need that time. Everyone needs that chance to decompress so they can sleep better and then, exactly. you know, attack the next But I poker. could be doing something, as you say, like, not even
1: necessarily as productive as reading a book, like, I could just play Xbox for an hour or something yeah. like that. But the problem I find is, like, I have that thing where I'm like, ah, oh, well, like, the few of the things I'm playing at the moment are quite involved. And I'm like, well, that's adding mental load. Yeah. It's not taking it away. So then I'm like, oh, well, I could watch something. But I'm like, oh, well, the episode, new episodes of things that I want to watch aren't out yet. So then I'm like, oh, so I'll just see what's going And then it's like an hour, and you're done. And I'm like, oh, fine. You we'll spend an, an hour together. sat
0: there, twiddling about on your phone while and actually doing anything. I he's like, oh, I'll just
1: go to bed. But it's because it's...
0: <laughs> I think that's
1: what makes it so addictive, is that it, it just... It's so easy it's easy effortless. Do it. it doesn't require your brain just to react. Like, it's,
2: it's another version of, like, reality TV, right? You can put it on, switch your brain off, yeah. and just... Take it in. It takes no mental effort whatsoever to scroll through your phone or to watch. I don't know Kardashians, but <laughs> it gives you that chance that you're doing something.
3: Yeah,
2: but you're not actually having to. You haven't had to, yeah, have yeah, to make any effort or anything. Yeah, I would go as far as to say that. Like sometimes I'll spend twenty minutes scrolling through my list on Netflix, just being like, I hate Not really in the that. mood for this. I'm not really in the mood for this. Like I have what over oh, Christmas. I watched some bizarre things that I never, ever, ever would have thought that I would watch. But like I had things, things recorded on Sky. I, I had lists on every platform and stuff. Like half series, I'm halfway through. That I was like, I've got the next episode. I, I could watch that. I'm like, I'm not really in the I'm mood. Not, I'm not in the mood it. to that yet. So what would I end up doing? I'll end up watching like six episodes of American Gladiators, the docu series <laughs> about the making of it. I've never seen this program, but some, there's a part, some weird thing in my brain clicks and it's like. No, that's, 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 that's what you're what in you want watch? for. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. I'm in that for two days. And then I'm like, why did I watch that? Like, I, w- I want to read more
0: books. Yeah, I want to read more. I read a lot anyway. I think yeah. I managed 40 last year, 42. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, but it was less than I normally do. Yeah. Because um, summer was shit last year. I I did like six. <laughs> I think I was, I was somewhere in it's the like, 20s last year. I was, I year. was terrible. Well, <laughs> like, I
1: don't... I, I, like it has to be very specific. Like it has to really hook me in, and then I'm like, I absolutely fiend on it. I'm like, page ten, page ten. Yeah, I'll get through it.
2: I go but through phases. Like <laughs> there'll be like four months where I'm just reading every single day, and yeah. then there'll be four months where I'm just like, I'll come back to you book pile. i still buy books. Yeah, at a clip. But I'll and I seen the pile grow, and I'm like, I'm not quite in the mood yet. I'm going to go and do. I, I one do of the to other reach things. a point
0: at the end of last year where I had run out of. Physical books that I haven't read. Really?
2: Yeah, like, I read
0: a lot, and I yeah. I eased up buying them because yeah. I was like, okay, well, over the summer I normally I'll lounge out in my hammock and I'll you know yeah. hammer through my books, um, but obviously the summer was so shit last year mm. that I didn't really get yeah. any time to do that. So yeah, I eased up on the buying because I was like, I'm not reading as much. I'm not have as much time and yeah I got to a point end of last year where I was like oh shit um, I mean I've got an e-book with hundreds of books on it yeah. so it
2: wasn't a disaster but yeah I'd, I'd like to read more this year buying books is my guilty pleasure I've got very few guilty pleasures as I've got older I've dropped a lot <laughs> of my guilty pleasures oh I've
0: embraced all of
2: mine but books buying books is one of them I did. Pleasures. I picked
0: up one we were in Tesco in the town centre oh, yeah. the other week yeah, yeah. and they've got a little charity book section oh okay um, and Amy swings by them periodically and they've moved it so it's actually like in the shop we walked past it and I saw one of these books I picked it up and I was like huh this looks really interesting and I don't know why so I took it home I gave my little gave my donation to charity took it home it's The Daily Life of Imperial Han China Hmm. and I'll tell you what I know nothing, knew nothing about Imperial Han China up until I started reading this book it's only 200 pages it's fascinating I've only got about 30 pages left
2: awesome <laughs> I um, went for coffee with a friend of mine Stalford the other week, and uh, we ended up in a Sinclair's Hospice shop. And I've not been in one of these oh, shops. I love hospice shops. In so long, I haven't even been in a charity shop yeah. in years. But I was like, "Huh," vinyl section, went for the vinyl. Yeah. Couldn't find anything I really wanted. I was like, "Oh, book section." Next thing I know, <laughs> I'm walking out with <laughs> this like <laughs> biography of Eminem. I've never seen before. I didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. A book about Morrissey. I don't even. I don't know you why like Morrissey. No, I, don't, I, I like the Smiths. I'm a big fan of the Smiths. I've got become a big fan of the Smiths and Marvel <laughs> Age. But I'm like, I'm fascinated to know like what like what that was about. It's about eight hundred pages long, but it was only one fifty. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, Right, okay. Right. I had no intention of buying books today, I'm now going home with two new ones. I don't think we've ever gone to a charity shop and come
0: out without at least one book. Yeah. We usually have a stack of them between the three of us. Right. Right.
2: We've we got another list. We have, and this one I think <laughs> this one's gonna be Immense. Yes. Uh, I decided that this month we were going to do <laughs> top five opening songs on albums. Yes.
0: I mean, people probably guessed that if they were listening to the intro yeah. when we discussed this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we dipped our beaks in it. And, uh, just a
0: little bit. I even. We're we've all, we've all sat up, we're
1: adjusting yeah, ourselves, I we're like,
0: getting ready for this one. You can hear all the clacks
2: and pops as we all stretch out ready to go. This is the main event, I feel. <laughs> It better be, considering we're over an hour already. Do we? Has anybody got any honourable mentions
0: before oh, we yeah. get into? Oh well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, alright, I have five. Okay. Um, Red morning light from *Youth and Young Manhood* by Kings of Leon. Okay. Uh, Prince Charming from *Prince Charming* by Adam and the Ants. Okay. Gemini from *Gemini* yeah. by Wolf and Raven. <laughs> Riverboat Song from Mosley Shoals by Ocean Coliseum oh nice. That. That's That's yeah nice really good that man
2: is, oh that, that oh, 100 a Mile tr- High City yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a that oh, was a tough fantastic. fight between fantastic. those two fantastic yeah. I That's forgot, a
0: then. Um, and the same mistakes from Kick Up the Fire and Let the Flames Break Loose by the Cooper Kemp- Temple Clause. yeah we will be talking about
2: that extensively later I, like
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. we've we had this we've had this debate yeah <laughs> <laughs> we had this
2: discussion to find out which one of us was going to use that uh, I got two <laughs> Uh, The first one is Living is a Problem Because Everything Dies by Biffy Clyro from the album Puzzle. It opens like a Mars Volta song with weird time signatures and almost has like medieval choir-like voices. And then it just kind of subverts itself and becomes a really great (laughs) pop rock song with subtle, effective strings, incredible lyrics... Uh, Puzzle was the album where Biffy finally indulged pop music mm. and this song is the perfect bridge between what they used to do and yeah. what they were about to do Puzzle was also Hang right. on a minute this, this is not a honorable mention yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Motherfucker I'm going to take Stace and tell her that we're going to have a takeaway tonight yeah. it's probably going to be late
2: <laughs> not a mention, man. No. Uh, I'm, you don't want to hear yeah. my second one it's like twice as long oh, God. Puzzle was also about the death of uh, singer-songwriter Simon Neil's mum And the grief that followed. And I can absolutely relate to the loss of a parent or someone important. And so that's one of them. The (laughs) other one. And it was a major toss up between this or (laughs) the same mistakes. But Did You Miss Me by the Cooper Temple Clause. Mm. My love of this song goes back to the first time I saw the Cooper Temple Clause live at the square in Harlow. I'd read a two paragraph blurb about them in enemy and was and that was accompanied by a huge picture where they just looked cool as fuck. <laughs> I, I can, cannot put it any other way. Yeah. And like no other guitar band at the time and it really stuck with me. Uh that weekend while stumbling around the square drunk and stoned I noticed a poster for a gig with them headlining and some band called Biffy Claro supporting. I remember that night. That's awesome. I made everyone go to this gig on a school night. We got stoned on the way. We had a few <laughs> beers once we got inside. Biffy was surprisingly good for a band I'd never heard of. But um I remember going outside to smoke and then coming back in to see the stage full of equipment. Yeah, right? it was, crammed. It was like no other setup I'd ever seen. There were keyboards and simps everywhere. I was intrigued. Excite- <coughs> excited and fascinated before I'd even seen the band they took to the stage looking cool and alternative as they had in their picture and I instantly had like new style icons <laughs> uh, this weird high pitched synth started emanating from the stage and it took me somewhere music had never taken me before um, it's like some weird dreamlike place I lost myself for a few seconds before the sub-bass kicked in and the almost hip-hop-like drum beat accompanied it. I could feel it rattling in my chest. That sub-bass that basically lifted everybody off the floor. Yeah. Ben started singing and before I knew it, Dan was ringing out an almost Kurt Cobain-style guitar solo that on paper should not have fitted <laughs> with the electronics going on around it. But absolutely did and this all happened before the song had even really kicked in properly. When it did, it took us on a journey that included introspective lyrics, a tempo change and the revelations that the song had a sexual element within it. I was a hundred percent bought into the Cooper Temple clause at this point. I bought the debut album *Cedar Fur and Leave the day it was released press play, and was blown away with this song again and again every time I played it. <laughs> I missed the Cooper Temple Clause. That band and their first two albums changed my perspective on music and soundtrack to at least four years of my life. And done, sorry. For
0: those just joining us, this <laughs> is Reggie's
2: application to
0: uh, start be staff writer for the NME. Fucking <laughs> <No. laughs> hell. <laughs> just, <laughs> just my
2: own fanzine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I know. <don't... laughs> Listen until the joy is gone. <laughs> I got really carried away with this list, sorry. That was only the honourable mentions! I didn't even write a blurb for mine! My number five Ark Arsenal by The Driving This song opens the album relationship command perfectly and it has all the elements I love, especially in its opening. It has layers of sound and uh, percussion that hint at the sound of the evolution of the band on this album, but most importantly it creates a level of tension that then gets shattered with the release of the song kicking in properly it has dynamics layers and Cedric's classic open to interpretation lyrics that allow anyone to go on their own journey dude that is a great choice yeah it was either really fantastic it came down to a choice between opener. that or oh, I can't remember the names of them but the opening two tracks that function as one on the first Miles Walter album like it was a real toss up between the two but <laughs> I went with Arthur yeah <laughs>
0: love
2: that
0: oh, uh, Helena three cheers for
2: sweet revenge by My Chemical Romance it, 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 it would have been an honourable mention had I not written in, <laughs> <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> uh, a low
0: key opening quickly bursting into full on melodrama with snarling guitars Ray Toro's harmonious twiddling a pounding rhythm section and Gerard's signature edgy of mental breakdown vocals signpost very clearly what is going to happen on this album It's a clear departure from the slightly rough sound on the previous album, and this song showcases that, becoming the sizzle reel for the band until they reinvented themselves again with the next album.
2: Yeah, it is. Like, I couldn't agree more. Not only... First single to be released yep. on the album, like the introduction to the whole new. It was kind it of was aesthetic. like the, the perfect introduction to new MCR. Yeah, like the, but everything about it, not just the songs, the aesthetic. Yeah, everything, the whole thing. It all like comes through, shines through brilliantly, brilliantly on that song, and it's a song about his his, his grandmother. Yeah, yeah which is insane yeah <laughs> for, like for such a heart-wrenching song that most people listen to about their partners or about other things it's about their dead grandma yeah
3: here's
2: a mic is dead grandma and i love it with well, that whole album is to be fair it's yeah like an ode to her but <laughs> it is the perfect start to that album yeah to that whole phase of the band yeah
0: so uh
1: <laughs> i went back in time again i kind of approached this the same way as I did with some other stuff and I kind of got bogged down in like a load and <laughs> load of stuff that I used to listen to. Yeah. And it's funny as well because a lot of my honorable mentions are similar to stuff that I've chosen before, but they're only honorable because <laughs> as we are saying before, like I love when that song, when the first intro song kicks in of an album that you absolutely love. Yeah. You know, right. And you're like, amazing. I'm in for a good time. Yes. It might not be the highest point of the album, yeah, uh, but it still gives you that feel,
2: Yeah. Right. So I've got, like, it's like it's akin to the old 20th Century Fox intro yeah, yeah exactly that films, it puts you in that mind instantly you're like right we're going to have a good time
1: <laughs> so I mean I'm just going to run through my <laughs> own adventures real quick before yeah. I get into this. so um, 100 Reasons I'll Find You off yeah. Ideas of station because I love that album I can listen to that whole album all the way through love it brilliant yeah. is good that choice. my favourite choice the- no yeah. but uh, it sets you up right yeah. you just you know oh, you're like, oh yeah great I love this album um, Blues Brothers original soundtrack, um, She Caught the K, which okay. is great because it just puts me straight in the film, like, my mind just goes straight to where yeah. it should be for the film. Hmm. Um, Jamiroquai traveling without moving, Virgin Sanity Ooh. from back in the day. I used to be like a really big Jamiroquai fan. I had like, oh it was like when you could buy, so, yeah, I oh, know, yeah, right? You, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, the thing is though, right, and like, this is weird, right? So, when you listen to like Emergency <laughs> on Planet Earth now, and like,
0: like, well, as, was, as we all do frequently
1: yeah no but like when you go back and listen to it and like some of the instruments and the sounds and stuff he was using then and like you listen to it now and you're like Christ that's like it's really like trip hoppy yeah. in its own mm, way yeah yeah like but all done like with these crazy instruments they're just
2: piling <laughs> in there but anyway but I have to admit so- like there was a point Back in the 90s, everybody that's ever listened to this podcast knows that I fell in love with Britpop. But all my friends at the Jumiroquai
3: time... Is a cunt.
2: Yeah, all my <laughs> friends at the time were like, we're, we're all into it too. But they became this this moment in time where I felt a shift. Yeah. Where it turned out 90% of my friends weren't really... Were only into it because they thought because it was cool, Not yeah. because they actually loved it. Mm. And when I started to turn up to house parties and they were playing Jomiroquai... And a fusing about it. And I was just like, this guy's a cunt. Look at that hat. What the fuck? (laughs) Look at that fucking hat. What is this music? What are you fucking listening to? And I kind of migrated and started hanging out with you more. (laughs) (laughs) Around this time. Thanks, Jamiroquai. But, I have to admit, like, if Jamiroquai comes on now, I can really appreciate, like, just how far advanced they were and what they were doing at the time. And, like, they were so ahead of their time but yeah. not not just in song structure or in the instrumentation but in production as well yeah and that video for virtual insanity where they're moving the room around yeah, it yeah, and it's like it's pushing,
1: like, pushing envelopes and stuff man absolutely like, all around i yeah. couldn't
2: appreciate it back then but absolutely now it's I weird man like, if you go back and listen to some of the tracks yeah. now like it godzilla song
0: spoiled it for me oh yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, <laughs> just because <laughs> <laughs> i related
2: to that
1: film
0: and I, yeah. there's a shit
1: film. <laughs> um, Again, like another one, so uh, Lincoln Park Hybrid Theory, uh, over cup. the paper cup. Yeah. which is. Which it was is, on again, my list at one it point. Was, it's a <laughs> yeah. great opener. It is a great but opener. Is it as good as some of the other? I don't know, man. Yeah. man. It, it's, it's tough, isn't it? It
2: tells you everything you need to know about what the experience of that album is about to be it's got every single element there's some rapping there's some singing but they're not in their own sections they're combined there's some electronic elements there's the heavy guitars that kind of make it metal and it's just metal electric metal kind of mash up with i think only maybe only crawling comes close crawling and in the end on that album come as close as to like distill everything that that band was at the time down into like three and a half minutes yeah. of just perfect sonics that you go, oh, I I get it now. And Papercut is a great opening for an album. It was on my list, but it got lost <laughs> along <laughs> yeah. the way. Um,
1: again, like going back in time. So the opening to Some 41's All filler No Killer. <laughs> Does anyone remember this? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I can't say. I have oh, no it's like a spoken words. word thing. It's Introduction to Destruction. And okay. it's just like, it's just funny. It's, yeah. I put link up, but like it's just, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to put together a good. playlist of, of yeah. our honourable mentions oh, and actual lists. Some Black Keys, El Camino, Lonely Boy. Like, massively overplayed at the time. But <laughs> if you actually go back and listen to it, I'm I like, have, it's pretty good. But again, not the best song of the album by far. I but no, I do really enjoy a lot of Black Keys. I have like. no
2: frame of reference to the Black Keys. I no. think I've heard so one song. So
1: it's really weird as well, because some of their stuff is so old bluesy yeah like mm-hmm. so old bluesy it's crazy to, like the range from that to what you normally hear well, like you mean, on the radio yeah, what well, actually gets like played that. on the radio yeah so when you and they they did actually loads of tracks for um sons of anarchy oh. like, um and when you listen to some of those tracks back you're like it's so blues country it's crazy like it's it's so far like stripped back from what is in the chart but obviously, yeah. you know, they do that as well. <laughs> but like knowing what other songs are on that album and also like that again reminds me of a time like when that album came out, I yeah. was in the country and da and it was yeah. played everywhere and all those you know, all those reasons. Um, Fleetwood Mac rumours. Again oh, because Fleetwood Mac. Oh. like I don't wanna know like when that kicks in and you just like I mean I know. It's a basic bitch choice. Because like, it. I know it, I know it I'm is. I'm guessing what?
2: this goes back to your childhood, right? You had Fleetwood Mac in your house and stuff. Yeah. I never had that growing up. Like, no. There was yeah. no love for Fleetwood Mac in my house. Like, oh, really? It was, no, it yeah. was David Bowie. <laughs> it was Michael Jackson. It was Motown. It was Bob Marley. But there was no Fleetwood Mac. No, no and Fleetwood I remember, Mac. I remember getting into my 20s and hearing people refuse about Fleetwood Mac. And I'd be like, I like Albatross. But aside from that, I just. I can't know, think of a single Fleetwood Mac song I like. Albert Jones is
1: good. Always for the me um, of you know, the Mighty Boosh, where they're DJing. I don't, I don't, no like, right do you remember this we you got an idea? Yeah,
0: it's, like, yeah, it's just like. <laughs> 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 Fleetwood Mac. <Yeah>. Was it <laughs> Tasman? <tusked, laughs> in its entirety.
3: <laughs> oh, Sabu, You've gone wrong!
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe three songs off <laughs> <laughs> of Rumours <laughs> are best! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never been to the crunch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. I, well, as soon as you said that, I was trying to remember if you were a Bush fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "So you see? Because can I make
3: that reference?" I have
1: these two juxtaposed message like um, <laughs> memories of us in the car, like you know, floating around, listening to like all my dad's like music and stuff, and they're banging on rumours, and uh, and that. At the moment, <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, no, this is great." Um, Interesting enough, though, like you know, you said about the Motown connection. I was looking at like Stevie Wonder stuff, yeah, and I was looking yeah. at, I, I went down that rabbit hole for a while as well. But I just I couldn't find like the one um, <coughs> System was down. Shop Siri is an opener, is it really? Is yeah. An opener?
2: See, I love I love those singles at the time, but I was never a System of a Down no. fan when I bought an album. I've never consumed an album. I've never really sat down and kind of picked it apart and thought. Is it good? Is it yeah. not? But those the singles, Chop City oh. and whatever the other one was, incredible. Whenever they come on, they you, you some, didn't flick yeah. the channel. They played some Papa Roach on the radio
1: the other day. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Oh, this is good." And then um, Jurassic Five uh, feedback oh, okay. uh, back for you. Yeah, yeah. Which is just like, again, not their best, but it's a really solid sound opener. Like it's got a load of really nice elements. The samples in there, the layering, wicked. Just that kind of easy casual rapping style that they have, yeah. just like lean straight into it and then you're away for the rest of the album. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's all my so what my um, owner mentions. So again, from my past, uh Jest. Do you remember from okay. yes. back yeah, in the day? Yeah, yeah. Um so the intro to Falling Down. Now, oh. Falling Down is one of like a track that I will go back to, yeah. but the intro is called uh Licker Soak Sentiments. Yeah. And again it's just this really like light-hearted kind of you know they've got this beautiful like layering and the guy like he just like it's just a really nice opener like it's not too heavy his word like his wording is amazing yeah. like it, here's a wordsmith he is phenomenal like just flipping around these things they got a couple of really nice little samples just running in the background and uh, you know just like little like you know little kind of deck stabs in there little scratching and stuff and just the way it's layered in it's just a really nice opening eases um, you into the album right? that's it man that's and that's what
2: you want right? that's what the, the whole kind of the purpose some albums that. you need to ease your way into some yeah. albums just you put them on and then they just slap you in the face right from the beginning mm. yeah that's right <laughs> um, my number four uh, I'm not sure any I did I told you in the car all my choices were predictable but yeah I forgot I made this choice. The other four are predictable. Okay, so you lied to me on the car. <laughs> the <one. laughs> no. Good no, to know, man. Just good to threw,
0: know. Three, <laughs> the sen- <laughs> This one came in here fucker. today.
2: There were other other songs in here before that were more predictable, <laughs> but this one came here today. and When I sat down to compile my list, I feel so by Boxcar Racer from the album Boxcar Racer. Um, this song has the same tension and release that Ark Arsenal has. The album version opens with a melancholy piano, which goes weight. Gives way to an equally introspective acoustic guitar before exploding into a wall of feedback, which we all know I love, <laughs> and visceral guitars that just continues to build the tension and, uh, until Tom screams, Kick it. And you think that's where the song kicks in, but it's not. It's a trick. There's one last lot of tension to build before the song uses dynamics to bring us right back to that picking acoustic guitar and the first verse. I love the lyrics in this song, and whilst I don't necessarily feel that way now, I have many times in the past. It's a dark song. It has lots of feedback and just does surprising things you wouldn't <laughs> predict here and there while still having a massive chorus. that Bangs. Awesome. Love that song. I have no frame of reference for
0: that, but... Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> your, your description was interesting nonetheless. <laughs> yes. I'm going to
1: love listening to the entirety of this playlist. Yeah. Just all <laughs> mashed <laughs> all together. It's going to bounce all over the yes. place. 15 just... opening songs, one after the other. <laughs> it's like... It's funny as well. Like my honourable mentions, yeah. a bit all over the place, like are genre spanning. Yeah. But actually, when it came down to it, like most of my top five is pretty much hip hop based. I oh, see. <laughs> see, I love
2: hip hop. I love rap, but it doesn't get anywhere near my list of my my top five. Yeah. They're all rock songs in some way, shape, or form.
1: But I don't know. Maybe it's a rock album thing. But like, I like as i said like most of the the hip hop stuff i looked at like even like
2: like imagine trying to find a shadow track intro yeah yeah it's almost impossible like, it is it's really really you difficult you'd have to combine the first two songs and be like yeah that's the intro to that yeah you like, <laughs> know so if you watch it
1: on youtube and it's one whole like yeah. there's no <laughs> breaks, right? like what, one
2: of my favorite rap albums all the time is illmatic by nas and like the second song it is incredible and it's the greatest opening to a, like a rap album ever but it's got this bit on the beginning that is actually track <laughs> one that kind of leads into it but not enough not that enough. you can combine yeah. them and i'm like can't have it yeah it's just it's, yeah it's really tough it? but if public service announcement was first on the black album yeah perfect but yeah. it's not it's not is it? no <laughs> see i even i i was like yeah. oh, can i get it and i was like no i can't I just even can't if get you look at eminem albums like my name is is the first one on slim shady it's not it is a good intro song but it's not a good intro song I couldn't make an argument to have it on my list uh, above some of the others but even on the second one it's it's Kill You which is just (laughs) the most vile song you would ever hear in your life Mm. and I'm like it is a perfect song like to go on an album but it's not it's not an opener opener. that's why you always add those little spoken word bits at the beginning and Yeah, that would be tough to try and justify. I
0: had to to be really brutal with them. And I was like, anything that was like that, I was like, no, I'm just taking that out of the... Like I said, I had like 20-odd songs to start with. Which Uh, is number four, then? Number four, Hotel California, from Hotel California by The Eagles. I fucking hate that song, and I hate The Eagles. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that.
2: I fucking hate them.
0: Yeah, for once, that didn't play any part in my choice. And and nor should it, because this is your top five, not mine. It's one of the most well-known songs ever. I can't imagine there's anyone listening to this who doesn't recognise the song or wouldn't recognise it if they as soon as you start here do, 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 do and it's 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 a perfect introduction to the album that takes its name obviously the album is Hotel California uh, it's storytelling songwriting par excellence
2: that I'll give you that like I may hate that song I may hate that band I might hate everything they stand for <laughs> but I would never deny the fact that when it comes to storytelling songwriting mm. they knew exactly That what is I, that, I mean you listen to that it, you could
0: take the words from that yeah. it's <laughs> been the inspiration for countless films films and mm. books books stories Comics. everything just spun off mm. from this like I mean the, the song's like fucking 12 minutes long or something ridiculous like that um, you got the reggae influenced drumline plodding mm. away driving us through this story of decadence and the fall from grace with Don Henley's soulful vocals telling the tale uh, before we get to that Stella, and I had to use that word there, Stella two-minute guitar duet between Don Felder and Joe Walsh. It's it's the sort of song you can put on and lose yourself for the duration of it. Oh, absolutely, I, I agree. You with can that. just you can sit there and just bathe in the audios
2: of that song. Mm. Maybe I'm a cunt, but I don't think any song needs two-minute guitar solo in it. Man, you're gonna hate my song. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna fucking Pretty hate nice. it. I do have, I do have, I do have one good memory attached to this song. I, I remember being in the cab driving from like the strip in Vegas back to our hotel, <laughs> and, and this was on. And I remember just staring out the window at the desert with this. Plane oh yeah, and oh, it yeah, was like the perfect combination of time, moment, soundtrack. Nice. It was almost like. Being in a film, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on like
0: every driving yeah. songs yeah. album ever, yeah, because yeah. it is one of those songs. It's kind of number two, Ash. No, no four. four. No, number four. Yeah, we yeah. Go to the back. Uh, I mean, mine so aren't actually in any particular order. Yeah, oh, I mean, do order. I've written them. Mine. Are. Uh, look, mate. I had to order them. <laughs> it but, took yeah. me a full day yeah. to get yeah. this written down. I'd have still been writing it now if you wanted it in order. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, mine is from
1: Hilltop Hoods. So, this is an Australian hip hop band. Okay, I have no reference. <laughs> so, this is going to be pretty <laughs> short and sweet because yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's going um, to So, they did an album called The Hard Road uh, right. and they did uh, The Hard Road Restrung, which okay. is basically where they did it with a full orchestra. I love oh, it. With so, they yeah, kind of yeah. reimagined the whole album, and um, The Hard Road wasn't actually. Uh, it's a title track from the album but it wasn't number one on the original but it is on this one so Uh, I get to choose it and it just comes in with this beautiful little violin which just takes the the melody from the song Mm. and it just basically just rolls straight in and it is awesome because like (coughs) you're like I know that melody <laughs> uh, but it's now on like a oh, ju- violin. Um, awesome violin, yeah. And then it just drops in, and they come in, back in with like all the the classic like hip hop kind of backing track, and then the vocals are just on point. They did the whole thing live as well, which is quality. Um, but yeah, it's just I love link Park reanimation because oh, of yeah, how of they like it's phenomenal. Yeah, like, the production work on it is oh, the phenomenal. Is, is like, beyond. And this is a similar situation okay. where they've taken that original thing and just added so much Mm. more by adding the string sections in and just it just melts in beautifully like Mm. just they put it all together and it is wicked like the way it just rolls and yeah the strings like just bring so much to it like just from the original album
2: to that is just awesome there are times when we're doing this and i know there's going to be a playlist coming (laughs) and there's certain songs i get excited about like (laughs) I'm gonna go and listen to I'm that. Go and, listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and that is on there Yeah. Um, my number three. And this is where it get it got super hard because I did put mine in order. Yeah. Like You're such a you're such a masochist, you I, really I, are. I, <laughs> but between like number three and number two could almost be interchangeable. Yeah. They're almost on par mm. with how how much significance they've played in my life, but just how much I love them. So number three, maybe memories, by used. used um, from the tuning guitars yeah. to the voice, the voices of the British orchestra to the feedback elicited by holding a dildo to the guitar pickup. <laughs> the, which, um, <laughs> there's a documentary that they made the, the, and they released on DVD just after this album, and it shows you stuff they the making. They like yeah. got dildo and a, like that <laughs> is them holding a dildo to the feedback uh, that, to the uh, yeah. Um Touches proves this. <laughs> <laughs> the initial patchwork of sounds fills my heart with joy, even if it is just a wall of disparate sound. It builds perfectly to the song kicking in properly, and once it does, it's a song about turning the corner, moving forward, and not letting your past mistakes hold you back. Influenced by New Noise by Refused, this was the first song they used ever wrote, and it's more or less the blueprint for the album that follows. But sings and screams. The guitars are both soft and melodic at times. Um, sorry soft and melodic and heavier at times uh, the album is easily in my top three all time favourite albums it had such a seismic impact on my life that I couldn't even put it into words mm. I have a lot of fantastic memories attached to it but today it's the anthem I listen to when I need to remind myself to move forward and stop dwelling on the past <laughs> which is quite ironic really <laughs> <laughs> but like that that album mm. is a cornerstone of my life and that to me is the perfect way to start that album yeah. it's just it so, is yeah. everything it fills well, me with joy the <laughs> second I hear the guitar's <laughs> tune in the beginning <clears throat> I'm just like ding I'm in my good place my happy place now <laughs> so whenever I hear
1: that album yeah. it just makes me think of you I can. <laughs> yeah. for sure Like, because um, it's one of those things Like, you know it's like sometimes you don't know what to listen to and you're like fuck it I just want to put on an album that I'm just going to listen to all yeah. the way through because you're like I'm doing something that's going to take an extended yeah. period of time I just want to put something on and that crops up yeah. Relatively often, like with a hundred reasons, with like a few other albums and stuff, just put it in like circulation. And every time I put it on, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh Reggie, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's like he's in the room with us. Yeah,
2: <laughs> which one sure number
0: three? Right, number three. It's gonna piss you right off. Okay, <clears throat> through the fire and the flames. From *Inhuman Rampage* by Dragonforce. How many two-minute guitar
3: solos
0: has it got? <laughs> None. Half the song is a guitar <laughs> solo. Like, five, like, six-minute six solos. <laughs> uh, from the moment the song starts, it's a declaration of intent from the band: thrashing, squealing guitars, synths, drums pounding fit to burst, and soaring lyrics about epicness. Basically, Dragonforce in a nutshell. Uh, and then we have that so- have the solo. The face-melting, twin guitar, YouTube video-generating solo, during the latter part of which guitarist Herman Lee actually broke a string in the version they use on the album. If you can get your head around this
2: song, then you'll be ready for the album that follows it. I want to make a point. I'm not against too many guitar solos. I do love them as well. <laughs> I, I do love, like, all kinds of progressive shit. But, when it comes to the Eagles... <laughs> I hate it so much, so much. But this—this this this sounds like something I could get on board with. Uh, to the fire and the flames is—it's kind of like the Eagles,
0: fed through m- uh, a metal filter yeah. on speed. Okay, see, I can get into, I can get into this because <laughs> all of the, their all of their songs are about dragons yeah. and and fantasy and that sort of stuff. But they've got—I mean—it it says they use a twin bass pedal. It sounds like there's at least four of them on Not some really. of these tracks. <laughs> um, And you've got like this guitar guitar duet which one guitar plays and then the other one picks up seamlessly for the next bit and if you go on any um, any of these like rhythm games where you have to play the guitars like uh, Guitar Hero, Rock Band any of the uh, app ones like the ones you play on your mobile and that they all feature this song and that's so it's usually towards the top end of the difficulty rating because it's Mm -hmm. fucking insane Um, and I, dis- I discovered this album entirely by accident when I was doing the playlist for my goth party the other year Okay. and I was like I need some goth party music and I'm like I'm really struggling to, to fill out like a four hour playlist <laughs> I here. I can't
2: just play placebo
0: I can't just oh, no. I was <laughs> just like placebo and, and like four Marilyn Manson songs and I was like I can't just do that all evening so I sort of like I threw the net wider and I, I went to the internet and one of the things I recommended was Through the Fire and the Flames and I was like well that sounds interesting and I started playing it and like Oh, oh, oh my God! Right, what's that what album? was this from? And I bought it. Like this track hadn't even finished playing, and I'd already ordered the the full album off the back of it.
2: I have to admit that is a good name for an album: "Through the Fire and the Flames." Oh,
0: that's the that's the song. Yeah. Oh, that's the song. The album is called "Inhuman Rampage." Yeah,
2: that's not so good, but that's, that that yeah. song name is great: "Through the Fire and Flames." Yeah. And it's it's, it's just it's, epic. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's one of my favourite songs, and okay. it's awesome. Awesome. What
1: is your number three? You? NWA. Straight out of Compton. Yeah. <laughs> because as an opening song, yeah. it is fucking phenomenal. It's like a mission statement. <laughs> like, that a is yeah, it. Statements. That is that, is, that yeah. statement of intent straight in there. Like, and uh, even like, even if you're not watching the video, but if you're watching the video as well. Oh, yeah. um, but it's just phenomenal. I mean, like, and, you know, despite the fact that, the, you know, everything that NW Day did for like, you know, culture and the music and everything yeah. like that. But just, just as a song, just as an opening, it is just like a kick in the face. Like it's just amazing. <laughs> that like,
2: album basically created an entire new genre of hip hop music, yeah. right? And so that song is like the song that just ushered in, yeah, everything that would go on to happen. Biggie, Tupac, the whole gangster thing, everything, everything. It's everything. just the ushered in with that song. That gate just the gatekeeper right there yeah and but like just, I am I wholeheartedly agree with that choice yeah yeah I couldn't I just yeah I, I couldn't I couldn't not in and be true to myself yeah no, I thought you'd appreciate <laughs> that but I would choice. just say
1: it's just it's everything an intro track should yeah. be yeah yeah, yeah yeah um and for all the reasons that they are amazing in their own right but just I mean it's a great song anyway but yeah, yeah, like yeah. as an intro track it, it just
0: is. ticks Every single box. Had, had you asked me to pick a song that you might put, that is probably the one I would have said. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Straight, Straight out of Warden. Warden. <laughs> Straight out of <laughs>
0: Warden. Straight <laughs> out of Warden.
1: Web I'm toes and all. Mother flipper called A.T.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, sorry,
2: sorry. I should have started. It's like, you're about to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, my number two <laughs> is The Same Mistakes by the Cooper Temple Cross. Oh, really, you do suppose me. Yeah, I know. It's shocking, <laughs> right? Um, it's only fitting. The number two on my list should be the opening song on my second favorite album. <laughs> uh, Kick up the fire and the flames break loose. If Cedar's Fur and Leave is about depression, misery, and suicide, then Kick up the Fire is about coming to terms with that and finding a way to cope and then hope again. And this is the perfect song to start their journey. A cousin to the song Dig- Digital Observations. This song starts with synths and builds steadily, adding layers of sound and instrumentation throughout, whilst employing an array of dynamics until it hits its heights towards the end, both musically and lyrically, when it climaxes to set up track two, Promises, Promises, perfectly. Mm. I love the lyrics of this song so much, I'm going to get, you can't keep making the same mistakes, tattooed on my body at some point. If Maybe Memories is a song that reminds me to push forward and not dwell on the mistakes and trauma of my past, then this song is one that I listen to a lot when I feel my mental health slipping and I need a reminder to pull myself together and not let the darkness take me. I especially love the lyric, because though that boy has died, this one still lives, and now there's life and a chance to make up for all, all those mistakes. Because to be honest, the super depressed, suicidal person I used to be isn't who I am today that version of me is dead and a new one stands here in its place. Um, What can I say? I can't say much more than that about an incredible opening song to an incredible fucking album. And not just is it a great opening song, it is a great statement of intent. It's Mm. everything they did on the first album refined and taken to that next level. And you hear this and you're like, oh, it's that band I love, but that band I love have leveled up. Yeah, and yeah, I can't say much more. It's got that driving bass in the intro that you rarely hear on songs a bass that clean, mm. that prevalent. But it sits there perfectly, just with them synths and that little delayed <laughs> guitar, kind of all yeah. offering some kind of like little rhythm in the background. It is just every single part of this song is genius and sublime, and I can't say enough good things about it. Dynamically, it feels like a
0: kind of threatening song almost the way yeah. that
2: that tension builds yeah, up yeah, and yeah. up and up and up and then it stops again because it cuts the instruments out and yeah. then it takes a, a double leap and you're yeah. like what the fuck this is just brilliant I did.
0: Ha- I had a blurb written for this one yeah. because this was originally on my list do you want to do it just- no because I, I deleted it because oh I was like no. I don't want to include <laughs> that because otherwise I'm going to have to include it in my honourable mentions and nobody wants to hear a blurb about the honourable mentions <laughs> sorry <laughs> this is music we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> I had <laughs> blurbs written for all of my honourable mentions because yeah. at one point they were
2: all in my actual yeah. top five. Wow! <laughs> I waited till I had a final top five and a couple of honourable mentions before I wrote my. Like oh, I said, this this list has switched around so
0: many times. Yeah. There was some very different. At one point, fucking uh, the Eve of the War by Jeff Wayne from the War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. Was on yeah, yeah, here because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like no one that really is believed.
2: Great. Yeah. in the last years of the 90s I was like oh my god when I first got Acid which was the first door I ever used I sampled that and used it on so many songs because it is so good yeah 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 okay my number two
0: okay um, Bittersweet Symphony from Ooh. Urban Hymns by The Verve
2: it's like I couldn't I, I totally understand where you're coming from but for me it's Stairway to Heaven it's wonderful. it's been played so many times that
3: yeah. I could
2: yeah. I it's played out personally for me but I completely understand where you're <laughs> coming from 100% I, I, I hate that I
1: hate the fact that like something like because it's a great track yeah. right? but they play it on Radio X all the time so I must listen
0: to that track at it's least the same music once to... or twice a day yeah. every day and, <laughs> and it, it's
1: so sad it loses when, it I think
0: the f- yeah. fact that I haven't listened to Bittersweet Symphony in probably 12 months Yeah, is a large part yeah. of the reason it's on here, because I don't listen to the radio. The radio they play at work is bullshit. Um, and it's like dance remixes
2: of 90s dance tracks, which they I use really use this don't song like. as the theme music on all England international football on ITV. Oh, Lord. So you, it's just everywhere. It's permeated the culture so much. Yeah.
0: It's the song which made the verve no money, Yeah, at least until 2019.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because was I was so reading loud, up on, on that. Yeah.
0: and Dispute apparently it was crazy it wasn't actually the Rolling Stones and it wasn't this isn't taken from a Rolling Stones
2: track it's taken from basically uh, an orchestral version there was a period of time in the 90s I know because there was an Oasis version as well (laughs) where they took the greatest hits of certain huge bands and reinterpreted them with a string quartet they did it for the Rolling Stones somebody I can't remember the guy's name it's Steve street I think it, it might have been he, he was the producer on that yeah album, he was anyway. the producer but I think the conductor who actually did it oh okay. has got like a Swedish name or something anyway but yeah they sampled it built this entire song around it yeah but because it wasn't strictly from the Rolling Stones they didn't clear the sample yeah did they?
0: and it was the Rolling Stones manager former manager yeah. who owned the rights to it who basically put in the copyright claim and like was like no That money's going to me. When he died in twenty
3: nineteen,
0: uh the Verve reached out to him and were like, We want the rights to this song. Yeah. Uh fucking Mick and Keith got together with uh the former manager's son and were like they were like, We don't need to be getting money from this. It's unfair. This should go back to them. And the son was like, Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I agree with you guys. And they basically gave it back. So from twenty nineteen any royalties actually go to Ashcroft and the Verve.
2: It's a thing, Jim. Just think about how much money they made
3: pre-twenty nineteen. He was
0: talking about it. It's it's something like seven point two million dollars or something on the royalties from this song alone. Yeah, it's mad. Um, isn't it? But it made so it made them no money up until twenty nineteen, but propelled them into the mainstream. Absolutely. Because yeah, okay. as we said, it played everywhere and used for everything. There are very few people in this country who can hear the first few seconds of this track and not immediately recognise it.
2: Yeah, mm. I agree. Just that str- come yeah.
0: straight in with that fucking little string section, um, the building strings, Nick McCabe's multiple guitar yeah. tracks, Ashcross's layer upon layer upon layer of vocal tracks. The song sounds like it could just roll on forever. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it
2: ever needs to end once it hits its stride. It reminds me of like Maps by. Um yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it could just keep going just keep going I and mean, keep building forever um it's a, just a
0: self perpetuating wall of sound inspiring and defiant in all the right ways yeah. and then of course there's the music video with him walking up Hoxton, fucking Hoxton High Street, yeah. just ashcrofting people out of the way. <laughs> I mean, create an entire it created a phrase yeah. that we still use to this day, <laughs> you yeah, And yeah, it's just this this seminal song. It doesn't necessarily
2: point out the way the album's going to go. I see. This is this is something I was waiting to see if you were going to touch on this because I disagree. I think if you well, listen to the first two Verb albums. Oh They're yeah, similar in so many ways, but this is a complete departure from that. This and is the verb like, do Britpop. This, this is this yeah. album is the verb do
0: Britpop yeah. because up until then they were doing their own progressive shoe progressive yeah. shoegazing yeah. stuff, yeah. and then they. they it, although this, you know, there are no big, well there are some strings, but there are no big orchestral strings numbers on yeah. this album. Um, there are no songs on this album that build to become this behemoth the way this no, song does. That's, but I agree this song has its Britpop sensibilities yeah. which permeate the rest of the album oh yeah so although perhaps sonically it doesn't map the way for the rest of the album um like artistically thematically it absolutely does yeah it, it is you put
2: it on and you're like right I'm not listening to that band yeah that I mean, it it it's a complete like, departure you could yeah. go
0: from Star Sale to, no. to this and no, unless you unless no. you knew they were the same band yeah. or listen you yeah. If you did listen to these those songs without vocals... Yeah. You they're would completely never You'd
2: never know they were the same band... Because they're completely different. This is like... A, rather than like the manifesto of the album... is about to come... It's a nod in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing we haven't touched on yet... With this song... Which is mind-blowing... Is just how lyrically... Um, on point it is for 2024. Yeah. Right? If you take the lyrics... Because um, it's a bit of sweet symphony... That's life. Trying to make ends meet... Trying to find some money... Then you die. I'll take you down the only road I've been down—the one that takes you to all the places, but the veins, mate. It's like everybody can ju- can yeah. understand that idea of like I want to do that thing that's in my heart, that thing I love. Yeah. But I've got to sacrifice so much of my life to go and make money in this awful economy, this awful just, just to continue we're existing. In. Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, it's just like it's timeless. Yeah. And that would that is never something that. People are not going to be able to relate to in some way, shape, or form. No,
0: it's it's the the the, the vocal, Less less the vocals, more the, the lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics are they're, they're, they're timeless and they speak to everyone in their own way. I think. Yeah. Because this isn't like the Eagles where Hotel California. This is it's telling a very definitive. Oh, it's yeah, open yeah. to interpretation, but it's telling a very definitive story about you know this happens, this happens, this is the end result. That's that's the song. This is kind of, this is almost stream of consciousness,
2: Richard yeah. Ashcroft, yelling into the void. But saying enough universal things in, in a simple enough way. Yeah, very simple, understandable terms. Mm. That listens to it and go, I relate to that. I relate to that. But for maybe a thousand different reasons. Yeah. And that is some. That is the genius of good songs, really. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, got it. You're number two. Oh, I've got, like... Basic bitch on this one. Oh lord! Yeah, no. Just Is some, it real big fish? No, it's some, sta- <laughs> some standard Billy Talent for you. <laughs> oh, okay. oh yeah. Billy Talent! Yeah, just some. Uh, so from Billy Talent three, because obviously they can't name albums. everywhere well not Devil on my shoulder. I just think it's a great opening track. Like ah. this guitar riff comes in and it just kicks it off, and then like it repeats <laughs> again. But with then they add in layers and layers more instruments, yeah. more instruments, and then they come straight in with that vocal. And I love this track. It's still one of my favorite Billy Talent tracks overall from like all of the albums. It's one that Ada absolutely loves. Um, we've, there's a live version that um, she listens to all the time, which has a great guitar solo mm. in the middle as well. Just I goes completely off piece and just <laughs> loving it. But it's amazing. Like, um, But yeah, I just absolutely love this song. I think like as an opening track again, like it's a great opener. Yeah. Like it's a great track. And actually it's one of those that stands up as a very, like one of my favorites on the whole album, but also on all of their albums. So I think it's kind of, this is a rarity for me. This is oh, like okay. a gem where I've found one where I'm like, it's an opening track and it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. And it doesn't, but it doesn't go massively downhill from there. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I'm just like, just the way it kicks in, just this like, like naked guitar to start with, just playing the, you know, the riff and then, yeah, just repeat it in and they're just adding instruments, instruments and then vocals and yeah, just kicks it all off and it is awesome
2: Billy Talent fall in a weird grey area <laughs> for me like I've seen them live five times at Reading mm. there was a there was a, a run of years where mm. they played every Sunday on the main yeah. stage and they were always on before or after someone that I wanted to see so I'll go and every single time I enjoyed them but I've never sat down and never I come home to the them. festival and been like need to listen I to need that. to listen to a Billy Talent album like it's just it's never happened so I can't really relate to that in the context of this but yeah I understand your love of Billy (laughs) Talent yeah I just love some I love me
1: some Billy Talent and uh, yeah just the fact that one of my favourite tracks is an opener and it is a (laughs) banger like it is just a great opener
2: but okay right my number one okay
3: your number one and because
2: I'm anal I did put them in order of importance as well uh number one is rock and roll star by oasis i knew it it's, i knew that was going to be in there Yes, it's, it's <laughs> the most predictable of all my choices uh this is the opening song on my number one favorite album of all time it's the perfect manifesto for not just the album to come but in the next three years of the band members lives it's almost a song of manifestation when you take into account they were pl- opening sets with it as an unknown unsigned band playing to free people yeah. it hints at the Sex Pistols and the Beatles and shattered the landscape of British music at the time with it's positivity arrogance and urgency to this day when that guitar riff opens the song a smile as broad as any you'll see would always expand across my face and I'll instantly be transported back to my childhood bedroom and I'll get that feeling of hope and invincibility I had as a teenager with the dream of being a rock and roll star it is it is a tune it is it, undeniable
0: manifestos don't come much clearer no it is, or, that is you know, a statement outrageous it? yeah. it's like I am a rock and roll star <laughs> and it's like I don't care that I'm playing in a working men's club yeah. at 2 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon so, I'm a <laughs> rock and roll star but
2: it's that that whole feeling that whole kind of thing of like look I may not technically be a rock star but i feel like a rock star yeah i'm gonna live my fucking life like a rock star and no one can tell me i can't no one can tell me otherwise and they almost manifested like the three years that come off the back of that album coming out with just excess and just non-stop fucking leveling up and success. (laughs) they really lived what they what they'd said right at the start which is like is the perfect opening for that album and it's just it is the perfect opening for a career yeah like especially that career and yeah like I said as soon as I hear that song I am 14 years old I'm in my parents old house not the one I the, the one we live in now the old bedroom I shared with my brother I've got my little boom box yeah and I'm I'll, and I'll playing the tape yeah, yes. yeah. Lord. because I didn't know I didn't have the money for the CD I had to take CDs are well expensive I had to tape someone else's older brother's CD at that one. <laughs> nice. I'm playing the tape and I like every dream I ever had as a teenager of being in a band writing songs making music can all be traced back to like that album
3: and yeah. that song especially. there's a lot of good
0: memories associated not just to that song but to that album, album yeah because our yeah. friendship like
2: yeah our friendship was soundtracked by those two by that and Morning Glory one of the along with Star Wars is one of the major foundations of our, foundations our entire friendship, of our friendship. yeah yeah Mate, that is a good. That is a good choice.
0: That is a good choice,
2: right? Yeah, I, yeah. I
0: acquiesced at one point. Was on here. Yeah, because um, it opens the master plan. Because it opens the master yeah. plan, and I was like, it's brilliant because yeah. I can get a fucking B side in there. But yeah, no, unfortunately, it just couldn't. And I was like, if I know my friend, which it yeah. turns out I do, yeah. I was <laughs> like, Rock and Roll Star is going to be on there, so I don't have to feel bad about Oasis not making yeah. it on. <laughs> What's your number one then? My number one. This is what I referenced earlier in the car that's coming straight out of left field. Uh, I want you to know from Do It Yourself by Seahorses. Ooh, Coming yes. straight out of left field with the best opening guitar slide in all of music. Nice John Squire. Yeah. yeah. This song is peak 90s guitar music. Yeah. I love the Seahorses and this album had so ma- has so many good memories associated with it for me. Uh, and always reminds me of a fresh, sunny morning and denim jackets. Yeah, oh, denim jackets, absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Chris Helms' <laughs> Yorkshire heavy vocals, yeah. which, until this point, I had never heard in a modern song. No. Um, are constantly backed by John Squire's guitar twiddling over a rock-solid rhythm section. Is the bedrock of a classic album. Yeah. It even manages to squeeze in a fucking theremin towards the end, which... Blows my mind. Fair, for the win. Um, it's it's a crying shame to me that the band exploded after this album because I would dearly love more, and it's one of those songs. Again, if you listen to this song and you like this song,
3: you're yeah, going to love, love the album, album yeah.
0: because it's, it clearly signposts this is who we are, this is what we do, this is how we sound. Here's another. Like ten, 10 tracks. tracks, yeah. <laughs> Go and yeah, I can listen to to Seahorses is probably one of the most played albums in my collection. Okay. Uh, do, uh, do it yourself, yeah. Because I mean, I wholeheartedly oh, agree; it's a great album. Yeah, yeah. I've been discovering uh, uh, John uh, Chris Helm's solo, well, solo performances yeah. of this album because obviously he wrote the, the the vocals and quite a lot of the songs, yeah, alongside uh, John Squire and the others. So on his uh, on his solo acoustic
2: cocaine destroyed that band yeah Yeah, they are a casualty of cocaine john squire was so far down the cocaine rabbit hole that he would barely even come out of his room in the studio and he hated this album by the end of it yeah and he would just rewrite every song a hundred times because he felt he could do it better then by the time they went on tour the whole band was coked off their tits yeah getting like just outrageous (laughs) reckless behavior but they would come to do the gigs and none of them could hear themselves because John Squire was, was up on fucking, so fucking well. and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: just like, loving life. Just yeah, loving. he was
2: having a great time. No other fucker could hear I anything. I do remember but... doing a bit of a deep dive on the CLCs a couple of years ago. Like, I'd re listened to that album and I'd read a load of articles mm. about it. And it is—it's a crying shame it that really is that like cocaine destroyed that band instead of preparing them on to the next. Yeah, because the they—they
0: had so
2: much potential. I think that's
0: one of the things I love about this song. It's this—this whole out—the al- album itself is brilliant, mm-hmm. uh, and like it's—it's it's pure. It knows exactly what it is and what it wants to do. Yeah, it's got which, no delu-
2: delusions of trying to do anything no. other than just be like this brilliant. It's inc- like we want to old... make—we
0: want to make '90s guitar music. Yeah. We've got one of like the seminal guitar players mm. of the time here in the studio. We've assembled this great band, and given the, the, all the bullshit behind the scenes, the fact that this album came out as good as it did, and as, mm. as pure as it did, as fresh as it sounds, is absolutely insane. Chris Hound was a busker. Yeah, he was a fucking busker, and it was a friend of John Squire's long-term roadie yeah. who heard him basically bought a copy of his fucking demo tape Sent it to him, who then played it to John Squire, and John Squire was like, Get that guy, I'm yeah. putting the band together, and I need him singing for it. And
2: it's just like, Could you imagine, though? You're in, it's the 90s, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're busking on the streets with your little tape that you've recorded on a yeah. track. And suddenly you're getting a call from John Squire of the Stone, fucking, the, roses. Stone fucking Roses. Stone like, I'm doing a band and I want you to front it. I want you to front it's it. Like the, it's like <laughs> the Willy Wonka golden ticket. That's the golden ticket, ticket yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not like it did end badly and it wasn't the greatest time. But the fact that he can still go out and get paid to tour those songs now. Yeah. Just mm. like it's obviously changed his whole fucking life.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And... I, there's so much potential. Yeah. You listen to that album and you're like, fuck, I can, s-. you can always visualize the places this this, this music can yeah. go from this band and it's just, I think that's one of the things I love about it is it's just this little encapsulation of these people at that time yeah, with fucking- all of their at, their, at the start of this band's career, all this potential and this inertia and the fact that it never went anywhere, no. it just kind of feeds back on itself for me at least.
2: Um, I would say yeah, like, which is why it's at my number one slot one of the <laughs> most incredible things about that is it is a solid incredible album but that band didn't have four years in a rehearsal room no. refining touring, trying to get noticed it was literally a case of like right we're going to the Lake District, we've got this house yeah. <laughs> we're going to put some recording equipment in it and we're just going to make just an gonna, album yeah. uh, it's hi, a, I'm John Bolloway <laughs> <and I, laughs> it's a testament to the, the, the quality of the musicians they had that you know and how, how they were all at some point and so in sync, but firing on some exceptional level yeah. at the same time. That so They all for just the went into this house, they clicked, four they months. popped <laughs> out these 11 yeah. tracks, yeah.
0: and it's just like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you'd think like they were a band, like you said, that had been gigging for years yeah. together and had, had learned the foibles of one another. They hadn't. They just got together and were just like serious faces, yeah. cocaine, yeah. album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what we're saying is if you want to get something done, Cocaine. you need a house in the woods
1: uh, don't, don't,
0: yeah, a lot house of in, in Yorkshire a lot of cocaine yeah. and don't invite like John Squire
2: <laughs> I should have got a couple of wraps of cocaine on Friday this weekend would have been, it so would have so been awesome. amazing <laughs> what's your number one before we get out of there
1: so I uh, I can't remember if we spoke about it on the pod or off the pod um, but there's a Danger Mouse and Gemini album okay. um, and basically it's called Ghetto Pop Life and they got like an orchestra, uh, uh, like a chamber choir. Sorry, oh, okay. um, and the intro track um, is basically the lyrics, the first uh, verse from the first track, but done by this choir, <laughs> and it's amazing. And like, obviously, like, you know, we did the, talk. We I have think we were, about, I was, it was this about this, but like, basically, you know, you kind of listen to it, and you start listening to it, like, what? Like, if you'd have got the album, like, you're like, oh, this is a hip hop album. You put it on, and you like the fuck is this (laughs) like to start with like um and uh, it's all very beautiful and the the layering of the the lyrics like between the the you know the different sections of the choir is Mm. fantastic but when you start listening to it so the opening chorus line is i've got a bullet in the clip so what do you want but sung (laughs) by this (laughs) choir and it's like i've got a lyric i can spit so what do you want and then it's like I'm giving bitches good dick so what do you want <laughs> hey hey so what do you want but like the juxtaposition some, between like is the, very uh, exactly the lyrics and then the choir the choir, yeah. juxtaposition like I've yeah. never I'd never heard a choir sing yeah. anything <laughs> like this before <laughs> and then the way like it finishes and just rolls into the first track they kind of bring this um like backing track in with the drums and everything and then it just comes on like full volume um and the way yeah just the way it like links all the way through is just stunning it literally just rolls into the first verse and then uh, Master Gemini come in and then they're bang on it and it's it's the same lyrics that you've just heard yeah. yeah, but obviously sung by them and you're like hold on a minute and then it's just phenomenal and like it's just a great opening and as you say it's all about that juxtaposition I never heard like a choir like essentially spit these rhymes before and like it's just ridiculous
3: this but playlist like, is gonna. It's gonna oh, globe it's, it's, I'm telling it is all here, over like, the shop.
2: I'm even more excited about this playlist than I was a funeral songs, and I was excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be but, all over the place, but it's gonna be. Oh, an, it's, an experience. yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm thinking I'm probably gonna listen to a, uh, Cooper Temple Clause on the way home fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm genuinely like so enthused to listen to it just by listening to you, and I'm just like I'm just like oh, yeah, I really like that
3: song. Yeah, it's really <laughs> <But>, In <like, laughs> <like>, yeah, <laughs> your
2: in your defence, like I knew this question was coming weeks and weeks and weeks ago yeah yeah i've been compiling my list in my head for a long time (laughs) i have one one step ahead of everybody else
1: i still like it genuinely quite difficult i don't know if it was as difficult as the funeral list probably more so i think just for the reasons we spoke about yeah this was more difficult for me than the funeral list but i think i came just to this conclusion which is like what do i really like yeah that's why the billy talent's up there because i'm just like i just love that song (laughs) <laughs> and it's an intro song, yeah. and like despite everything else, like is it a good intro track? Yeah, it's probably pretty good. Is it the best intro
0: track ever? Definitely not. No,
1: bit. However, I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> Do
0: you know what songs just occurred to me? Oh, I don't. I, I don't think I actually factored these into
2: the Stereophonics. Oh, local bo- uh, not Local Boy. Um, Thousand Trees. Thousand Trees is a great opener, but yeah. I'm thinking more of the one on Performance of Cocktails. I can't remember what its name is, but that has got.
3: Like That's opening. got the yeah no. I how did the stereo completely I mean, slip
2: my. I had that moment earlier when someone said "Riverboat Song" and I was just yeah, like, I not like, oh, forget that."
1: And "100 Miles City." Yeah, like I think somebody else like mentioned Bob Marley and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh
0: shit!" Like, yeah, yeah. I could have were... gone down
1: that rabbit hole.
0: And we then, we like, were saying on the way here that it's very important to note, people. This is our lists.
2: This week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If we had to compile this list next
0: week, <laughs> yeah. they would
2: be different. That is for sure true. Yeah, <laughs> I can think of at least one song that may not be on my list next week, and uh, at least four other honourable mentions yep. that would be on yeah, it. Yeah, I've been
0: I've, I've been listening to music since I compiled this yeah. list, so of course it's changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to hear about
2: Bruckard and? Uh, oh yes yeah before we go i out need there. to pee. oh yeah oh, i 100 want to listen to that <laughs> 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 i told you i had the perfect you did say you did say well. that I'm oh sure my god so
1: do we need to like uh recap the story so far <laughs>
2: the, art, <laughs> the article does a very good job of
1: that oh excellent yeah. that's good because it was a long time ago when i found out that she was getting divorced from her ghost yeah. husband no, i think we're on okay. to the next the next stage now okay have you met her yet? I <laughs> haven't. It, you I can't see a ring on that. <laughs> I haven't yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but there's a reason we have this article. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. not just a follow-up. Woman who married a ghost becoming a nun after husband for <laughs> fit over goggle box. Oh no, does it mean you're too late? <laughs> not yet. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Listen, sure. He says with a sly smile. What <laughs> right in the spirit of a long dead Victorian soldier has turned out to be such a Soul destroying experience for one woman, she has decided to seek a life of celibacy in the <laughs> convent. <coughs> oh no! Oh no! The singer and songwriter from Oxfordshire fell in love with Eduardo, the ghost of a, of a Victorian soldier, oh, in late 2021 after he appeared in her home. But the marriage hit the rocks over the claims of infidelity and him often ghosting her for days. So Picard, go and hang out with the ghost of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> so, Picard decided to call it quits on her shady relationship this summer. Shady. Oh. Even going as far as to have an exorcism to rid herself of the specter. But, Eduardo had other ideas and yeah. haunted and stalked her using bizarre, bizarre disguises after she tried to, rem- uh, to move on from the relationship. So, the singer has taken the astonishing step of trying to ditch love altogether by becoming a nun and taking a vow of celibacy. (laughs) The singer says, after she realised her troublesome ex didn't seem able to pester her while she was in church, she knew what her plan of action should be. Bricard told some online rag, I'm at my wit's end. Eduardo blew up the TV when he saw our wedding on Gogglebox. He won't go anywhere near churches or priests, so I'm hoping he's scared of nuns also. (laughs) He hated, the <laughs> f- <laughs> <laughs> hoping, like, hoping, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to commit to this 100, yeah. percent hoping <laughs> on the off chance that it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Fuck hated hell. the thought of me dating real men, so perhaps he will be content and finally rest in peace if I turn to God and a life of abstinence.
0: Well, if he hates the thought of her dating real men, you're in, mate.
2: Uh,
3: uh, <laughs> At least he
2: won't be threatened by other men, as he hates me dating. If uh, if it gets rid of e- rid of Eduardo. Then it will be a blessing in disguise. I don't know how I'll cope with no sex. I'm a very passionate person. (laughs) I'm sure praying will be a suitable substitute. (laughs) I'm also a bit concerned about being confined to one location. I'm a bit of a free spirit and I'm not sure how nuns feel about foreign holidays or cocktails by the ocean I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess I'll be the naughty nun who's sipping wine under the altar the former couple married last November the thing soured within months and in the spirit of the odd arrangement Bricard turned to an exorcist to end their marriage since then Eduardo has been stalking her driving her to a life of abstinence she added becoming a nun is really my final bid to free myself if this doesn't work and I don't know what will uh, until she commits to a life in the convent Bricard is focusing on her work as a singer-songwriter and has released a post-divorce tune called Just Another Anthem Bricard uh, said I feel now is the time for me to focus on my singing and songwriting Eduardo has provided me with a ton of inspiration so there's something to thank him for <laughs> why do you think Eduardo is refusing to leave her now like, you think he'd be happy to be free of such
1: well, nonsense, I right? nonsense.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but how many women are queuing up to marry a
2: ghost? a ghost?
0: It's been a long time since he's had any female attention. Yeah,
2: but as a non-corporeal being, you'd think that like your interests would not be of the carnal, of the physical. You'd just be off doing whatever you do in purgatory. Just what are you going to do in
0: purgatory? It's dull. That.
2: It's literally the
0: definition of You're dull. <laughs> Nothingness. No, it's yeah, it's nothing. just an empty void where you just continue existing. So the fact that someone is is giving him this attention, maybe they're loving got it. it. They they got got programmes to, to
1: watch, you know. <laughs> He'll go <laughs> back just to the right? TV, right? watch reruns of Gogglebox. He was sick of <laughs> seeing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you're like, oh, well, if, I'm not going to let her see how the
0: series ends. I'm going to blow that motherfucking <laughs> TV <Well>, up. <laughs> right. What? What? My takeaway from this is you need to hook up with her post haste
3: mm-hmm. for two reasons. Not First enough.
0: of all.
2: I mean, think of the promo opportunities. I mean, let's just go straight to question three. Don't you think Bricard should just forget the convent and get with me? I'm passionate and I have no issue if she wants to drink all the alcohol just to be around me. It wouldn't be the first time. And I'm thinking, if she brings Eduardo with her, yeah. oh, then Synchronicities
0: literally has an in-house lab rat for us to study.
2: Bracard, so come in. on, this isn't the first time I've I've brought you to touchy, just so I can shout you out and tell you about my undying love for you just reach yeah, out he keeps
0: it. bringing articles about you in okay he's clearly after you he's clearly interested he's not as much of a cock as we make him out to be so just give him a shot bring your ghost boyfriend you can have and, them in and and our just, and your naughty yeah. nun costume, naughty <laughs> nun costume. Okay. oh absolutely 100% bring the naughty <laughs> nun costume
2: nuns do something we've seen your that videos yeah. that nun, that nun costume is going to be awesome yeah. Yeah. so Hook up! And quite frankly, if it all goes wrong, you can actually get a restraining order against me. Yeah, he's not going to blow but your TV mind. up. No. He'll just go home and cry. <laughs> How do you think a musicer is going with all this popular <laughs> if I were a, If
0: I were a more... Let's say... Um, what's the word I'm looking for where I don't believe anything? Uh, cynical? Yes, if I, if I were a more <laughs> cynical man... I would say this entire relationship, wedding, divorce, nunnery bullshit is just an advertising ploy and it is just a way of garnering more attention for her music. However, I am not a cynical man. (laughs) Yeah. So I I can't say, I, I can't
2: imagine this is hurting her music sales. I don't know, like normally when artists start their career they tell their sob story their overcoming adversity <laughs> story they tell some story that allows the, the general public to buy into them on some <laughs> level right who the fuck is buying into this us aside clearly me, yeah. aside from me <laughs> she's was, getting free promo <laughs> via our podcast I'm
1: obsessed yeah. with it. I say it, you've right? got your receipt
2: in the pocket <laughs> <laughs> alright so it's going pretty well yeah. <laughs> but do you think right in 2024 in year four of touchy i could meet a spirit on a ghost hunt one night on synchronicities and then marry it and And then then marry it and sell some articles yes yeah in fact i'm already planning the wedding mate (laughs) find what you love believe in it positive things will happen and for those of you that got wet from today's episode you're welcome